Hey, what's up, everybody? New sponsor alert. Uh, my friend Ian McPartland is a, is a uh, regular over at Crafted 1979, where I work, but he also owns his own uh, state farm agency. So he handles in Illinois and Indiana, but he, he wants to offer uh, listeners of the podcast at this point uh, a chance to, if they get a quote from him uh, over the phone, go in and visit him. But if you get a quote from him and you're not a state farm customer already, then you'll get a $10 gift card over to Crafted 1979, uh, where I've been slinging beers for the last six months or so. So it's kind of a cool a win-win situation a podcast uh, crafted 1979 you can go get get a drink and then you can get your insurance checked out i know the one day him and uh, my bud nick were in there having beers with me and we were sharing some stuff and, and i was telling him you know i was already with state farm and he took a look at my phone and looked at my state farm app i mean 10 minutes he kind of looked through it and he was like oh yeah you can either save money this way or for an extra 10 bucks a month you'll have better coverage so uh, the dude knows what he's doing, and he's super helpful and just a good human being overall. So uh, go check him out. Get a quote from him. You can call him at uh, it's 708-444-0556, or you can go by his local office. It's at 8231 West 185th Street, and that's Suite 400 in Tinley Park. So go give Ian a call or go check him out. Dude's awesome. Great customer. Great person. He'll help you save a little money on your car insurance or get you better home insurance too, or you can get you better coverage on either or. Uh, new episode, one I'm really excited about. Today, uh, I'm recording this preamble to it today. Uh, this was recorded last Sunday. Uh, it's I'm, I'm putting it up for International Women's Day, which is today, uh, March 8th, 2019. But Emily Slayton... Uh, she hosted all all just a big bunch of ladies from the brewing industry for uh, the Pink Boots Society Chicago Chapter Brew Day. So everybody went over to Skeleton Key on Sunday, and they brewed an awesome, uh, they're calling it a Lithuanian IPA, which you'll hear plenty about that. And I also want to say thank you to um, Maggie from Iron and Glass. Maggie Schutz, uh, she reached out to me when she found out this was happening and said, hey, this would be a cool thing to do a podcast about. So Iron and Glass over in Romeoville, go check those guys out. They're just ridiculously awesome bottle shops. So thank, I want to thank her. Uh, be on the lookout. They'll have a tap takeover when all these beers are finished. All the breweries that were involved will get six stills in that. And then the Iron and Glass is going to do a big tap takeover for a bunch of them, different adjuncts in the Lithuanian IPA. But it was a really fun, fun brew day. You're going to hear from a lot of awesome ladies. So uh, here it is, Pink Boots Brew Day. Okay, actually live now. So. All right. All right. It's like chaos in here. Like the place is kind of breathing right now. There's, yeah. It's like life in here, right? There's not that lot. it's not life in here everywhere anyway, but. You know. True. All right. Uh, Emily, why don't we start with you? Tell us where we're at, what we're doing. Hey, yeah. Um, thanks for being here today, Joe. No, thank you guys. Uh, this is this is the most chaotic I think it's been in the brewery ever. Um, we have like about 20 women here um, from more than a dozen different breweries, and uh, we're all mashed in. We're about halfway through the mash right now. We're brewing a uh, Lithuanian pale ale, um, which it, we're calling it a Lithuanian pale ale because we're using a Lithuanian yeast that uh, Omega Yeast Labs donated for this brew, um, and it was uh, it was a yeast strain that was developed or. I don't know if you call it developed, but yeah, it's developed by, uh, by a woman uh, who owns a brewery called Jovru in Lithuania. And she had been using this yeast strain for years and years and years and contacted Lance Shaner over at Omega. And so we thought, you know, sort of the, that story seemed fitting with us, you know, using this yeast that this, that, you know, another woman brewer has been using for years and years and bring it here and sort of making it our own. And 
And it's, uh, it's kind of a unique thing we're doing today because we're brewing this one beer, but then we're going to split it up between the different breweries that are participating. So you can actually get it at all these different breweries that are here today. Um, and you'll be hearing from hopefully everybody who... Every, you get to hear all the different breweries when people get on here. I'm not going to you know, read a long list or anything. But everyone's going to adjunct them differently. So when you go to the different breweries, you'll actually get to taste the, the base beer, but with that brewery's spin on it. So I think that's kind of a cool twist on a collaboration. It's like mass chaos. Like it's it's, yeah, it's kind of cool. Ever-evolving uh, mass chaos. So just, I mean, and, and I'll cover it in the intro that I put on the front of this, but just sure. w- let's talk about, I mean, it's, it's all based around Pink Boot Society, right? Yeah. Man, that's... Yeah, Pink Boots is an uh, so it's a profe- it's a professional organization that is geared towards supporting women in beer, and specifically, uh, you know the the dues the the donations that'll come out of this batch they all go towards funding scholarships for women in beer. So I was fortunate enough to be a recipient of a scholarship uh, from PBS uh, back in 2015. I got to go to Barley Field School up at North Dakota State University. Um, it was a really cool experience, and so this is a uh, this is my little way of you know trying to help pay it forward and get some ladies who maybe aren't usually involved in the day-to-day brewing aspects uh, some exposure to that. And so we had a, we had a lot of fun uh, just, you know, creating sort of a bucket brigade of, uh, or a bag brigade, I guess you call it, of mashing in earlier. A bag yeah, that's the fastest I've ever mashed in. So it's cool. I was Instagramming so hard. Oh, God. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome seeing you guys do it. So that was like actually a really uh, professional segue into the other two people sitting at the table with us, right? You mentioned some people that might not be a part of the brewing process day to day, which I think Kristen would fall under that category, but she is beer for life. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, over at Iron and Glass, we are taproom bottle shop, so we don't brew in our shop, but we do brew with other places, and we just get to sell all the awesome beer <laughs> that all we could bring All the in. meads, all the wines, yes. and all the anything you can get your hands Cider on. Cider, too. We got that. Mm-hmm. So this Moses. Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was great that... We were able to connect with Emily and get in here and be part of the process because I've never been in a brew day, well, aside from the guys doing home brewing at our house, which is a lot less grand than what we have going on today. <laughs> I don't today. know. Colt and Eric are pretty grand. <laughs> they are pretty grand, but definitely no lady conveyor belt of bags <laughs> to mash in because that was great. You guys all just like took to that too, like moth to flame. Like everybody just jumped. Nobody had to say anything. It was just all of a sudden no. there was a like an ant line of just stuff boom, being boom, passed. Boom. Yeah. Well, like, I, I don't think, think that happens uh, with, if this is a bunch of guys. No. <laughs> well, when you have like a group chaos. of awesome ladies all coming together to do a single task I think we come together really nicely and this is a supportive group so that's I think the main goal of today was to make something together collaboratively awesome uh, yeah I think it's gonna happen I mean, where were we at right now we're at nine, 10 o'clock 10 20 we started everything at 9 30 was kind of start yeah it was just really cool too the way you know when I walked in at nine nine o'clock or whatever you know you had a table set up there's like your forms you got to fill out everybody <laughs> sign in there's there's pink glasses for everyone and hats from like country mall donated some stuff it looks like oh yeah they also donated all the grain for today it's so killer it really is yeah it's it's just a very cool thing and you and I, it had to be a lot of work for you emily putting you know hosting this thing and I even like had this, this great shit. agenda which i even made i'm on the agenda so i'm going to save this forever it says <laughs> down downtime section says go talk to joe from average Jones. <laughs> hell yeah i love this agenda this is so oh my it's god so my well alley. done yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I, I like planning shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's fun to watch John just like not be able to do anything. I he's know. Like very like oh, I want to go do something. Yeah, he's but. all support role today. It's uh-huh. like it's a uh, you know. Uh-huh. It's nice though to have him here just mm-hmm. to make me feel a little you know. It's my brother. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing this rock. together for ten years, uh-huh. so it's like it's it's weird to not. <laughs> he's just looking at like oh, I want to get in there. Like, no, nope, I'm not necessary at this point. You gotta keep telling yourself not not. There's like forty people here that are ready to go. Right. Um, and then let's move over to my right here, the, the uh, Pink Boot Society representative, right? Right, yeah. Um, Introduce yourself. Tell sure. us. So uh, my name is Kathleen Evans, and I'm the chapter leader for the Chicago chapter of Pink Boot Society. So the it really international organization, we say national, but it's, it's really international, is broken down and supported by local area chapters so that all the great women involved in beer in the community can come together to um, work together on Pink Boots' mission, which is to assist, inspire, and educate other women in the beer industry. So the Brew Day is actually, um, the Pink Boots Brew Collaboration Day is actually part of, or a spinoff of, International Women's Brewing Day, which is celebrated all over the world. And Emily doesn't give herself enough credit oh. because she has done a phenomenal oh, no, job in putting this oh, together stop. for us. Oh, stop. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really been great. <laughs> and She's blushing. Yeah, just, as she I mentioned. I just want you guys to have fun today. Like, yeah. Oh, I think it's happening. Not, yeah. Look right, behind sweet. you real quick, Emily. Look Fuck behind yeah, you. I did you, it. Got, you got like a, just a shit ton of people back here. It's awesome. Just everybody's interacting. Like, I, I, I'm sure some of you all know each other from little things, but like this is hours and hours of like personal conversation that it's going to build relationships for a long time oh for sure and there's some pretty badass shoes and boots out there right now there's some <laughs> and, and beer i noticed yeah, yeah vicky reads boots amazing beer. Beer. kick ass mm-hmm. oh yeah well vicky's like a staple in this world i mean she I, really I, is. I, I don't think i've ever met anybody that doesn't know her in the beer industry no. <laughs> it's crazy it's true uh-huh. og buckle down actually i might go grab her to hop on here because i gotta go yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you got stuff to do. Yeah, I gotta, we I gotta get go it. check on we some get stuff. It. But mm-hmm. we want the beer to be good when you guys get it. So, right? <laughs> Me too. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go grab Vicky. I'll be back. All right, thanks, Emily. It's all on you now, guys. Thank you. Now you guys have to carry. Kristen, you're up. <laughs> so, after all the beer is ready, we, like Emily said, um, it'll be available at the breweries. But Iron and Glass is also hosting yes. a Woo-woo. takeover. So. We don't have a solid date set yet, but tentatively, it'll be Friday, April 3rd, no, April 5th. Friday, April 5th for the tap takeover. So if anything changes, obviously, it'll be out in the social media. In the, in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yes. Um, so and, and for people that don't know, Kristen, uh, she mentioned Iron and Glass, but it's in Romeoville, like right on Weber Road. Uh, if you've never been there, it's a ridiculously great bottle shop. You guys have been around for what, two plus years now? Yep. Uh, run by you, your husband, your best friends, Eric and, and Maggie. Maggie, who's going to be on finally. Yes. Uh, eventually here, we'll pull her in. But. Yeah, Maggie got this set up with Emily and yeah. then was like, hey, Kristen, want to do a brew day? I was like, sure, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. She's the one that texted me and she's like, hey, we're doing this thing. You should talk to Emily. You know, I know she's been on the show before. We should do a, a podcast. And Emily loved it. And then promptly sent me a very detailed email with multiple like an itinerary like she made here Gotta love she Emily. sent me an email and she was like i love this idea i love that maggie reached out to you to do this thing you know so so that's glad i'm glad that uh she took the initiative to bring me in but uh yeah romeoville gonna go hang out with uh iron and glass if you haven't heard of them if you're not in the area of the southwest suburbs 
And we are not a furniture store. No, or, nor or are a you a glass store. store. Yeah. Or, or do you sell steel of any sort nope. or iron? Nope. Uh-huh. Yeah, just beer. Beer, wine, cider, maybe. Beer, wine, cider. Events all the time. Yes. All kinds of great stuff. You can do like the bottle shop yoga, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what's the one you got coming up? Big pigtails? Pigtails pints and, and pints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, daddy, daughter, Is that hair sold out? care class. The Is sold one out for this month is sold out but there's one coming in april i just have to wait for the link to be active for tickets to post it okay all right yeah that's a great idea because i my daughter's hair is really long and it's really hard for me to manage yeah so come on in yeah. learn <laughs> and a I can few drink hairdos beer. i can drink beer yes let's welcome vicky in too vicky's like uh this the staple of the beer world uh, yeah yes you are no, that's, yes, not, that's not a true that's statement. absolutely the true i've never met anybody that doesn't know you in the beer world I feel that doesn't like. mean i'm a staple that <laughs> means i talk a lot yeah <laughs> that's a good thing too <laughs> so vicky uh, tell them about yourself and where you're from and uh who you work with i am uh at buckle down brewing i do i'm looking at you guys like you need to know <laughs> I'm at Buckle Down Brewing. I do marketing and events. Uh, I also contract for the Guild, helping out with Beer Under Glass and Fobab, and I teach at COD in the Business of Craft Beer program, and I'm on the board there. Okay. Yeah. That, and like that, Emily talked about before she walked away about uh, Pink Boots and, and, and the way that they're you know they're they're giving scholarships and things like that, which is awesome. But like Emily basically lives that here too, right? I mean, she does an incubator program here, and they kind of. There's a garage band that's coming out of that program, right? They're coming up in Plainfield very soon. Hey, Vicky, will you do me a favor and pull your mic down a little bit? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I just want to get you closer to it. <laughs> and that's one of the things that we can do as a chapter. So as the National Society, Pink Boots um, offers scholarship opportunities to all their members. For um, Just a couple, for example, they send a member to Germany for a week. They send a member to... Oregon for a week for all educational purposes and as a local chapter now we get um, a portion of our member our own members dues so that we can do that same thing locally to participate in that you know educate and give back so um, I wasn't even aware that there was a program at COD and I learned that today Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things we can look at as a chapter as if we have a member that wants to go take a class at COD, we can offer up a scholarship for that now. Oh, that would be amazing. And then as a chapter, we can reach out to people like Vicki and say, hey, can you come and speak at one of our meetings? Because each meeting um, has a networking and an education component. Well, I think that's interesting, too, because, you know, from from like the uh, consumer side of things and, and dorks like myself that just love beer all year round, that, you know, you're just obsessed and going all releases, whatever it is, hanging out at bottle shops all the time. Um, you hear about Pink Boots now at this time of year, but like, what's going on all the rest of the year outside of right. International Women's Day and the Brew Days and you know these once you, once a year beer type things? Right, and I like to say I think it's one of the most misunderstood organizations in the beer world. Um, I, I don't think everybody fully realizes that our only goal is to assist, educate, and inspire. Um, so, like, one of the big questions talking about Brew Day that we get as a chapter or as an organization is, oh, well, can my husband come or can my, you know, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to coordinate a collab day, but our head brewer is a male. 
we don't care. And <laughs> like hi, Joe. Like, no, we love no. you. Yeah, I got to be in the room. Exactly. There's a couple dudes in here. Exactly. We're so that's a, a huge misconception, and <laughs> it's one once. of the things. You know, I can't obviously speak nationally, right? You got to break everything down in, in doable components. Yeah. But I know for the Chicago beer world, that's one of the things that I really would love to see us have an impact in our Chicago beer community with is more collaboration and, you know, that mutual respect and working together. Yeah, and well, I mean, it, it, the Chicago beer world is now just about the biggest there is in the right. country at this point. I mean, it's as popular as it, as it can get at this point. I mean, you guys agree with that? Yeah, it's I a great feel place like to it, be. Right I know now. we're biased. I get it, but <laughs> at the same time, yeah, we're making some killer stuff. And like you know, Maggie was just telling us off mic about how she went to Portland, and you know, you guys have probably all traveled all over the place for beer, different cities and states. And it's like Chicago's got it pretty good right now, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think BA just released the numbers not too long ago, and we have the most breweries for the United States as far as per capita per state. Yeah, so we are the highest. And yeah. on top I of would, that, the quality of it. Yeah, you know, the quality and of I would those agree breweries. With, I would agree with that because I go to breweries in in my work. I don't work for a brewer. I actually work for a supplier, and um, that's my job. I go coast to coast visiting breweries, and um, I would say that's that's really true. And I think that, you know, we have such a great community right here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. You're, there's no doubt about it. I like that. She's just putting beer down in front of us. There it is. There it is. No, no. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> there's there's a protective uh, okay, things good. on there. Ooh. Good. So, I mean, for, for you guys, because uh, all three of you right now that are sitting down are not head brewers, uh, you know, or owners of a brewery. Like, so how important is a day like this for you guys to kind of just see this? this part of it and just be a part of it it's so big for me personally i've only actually been in the industry a little over two years and this is my first time to ever actually be in the brewery participating in part of the brewery process Mm -hmm. other than you know walking the floor with a brewery customer and seeing what's going on but to actually be part of the process it's it's so cool and how great it is that that Emily, like, she didn't just, like, host this thing, put it all together nicely. But they, she went through the trouble of hooking a camera up on the brew deck so everybody that's not on the brew deck can sit back and kind of see it on the LCD screen on the floor and, and just kind of see what's going on in there. And, you know, Amanda from Workforce is stirring it. And you guys, like you said, you were handing bags one after another. Emily's dumping. And, you know, whoever gets a chance to go up there. Right now she's handing the, the malt and the grain out to, for everybody to kind of, you can chew on it. And just, like, she's making this a very interactive very like awesome experience i think matt powers is here from porch drinking we got a podcast going on there's people there's video being taken like this is a very immersive like a very awesome day that looks like it's going to be kind of documented pretty well she is setting the bar yeah this Mm -hmm. date or this brew day has been great so far and we can't you know give emily enough credit because she truly is one of a kind she is 100 percent yeah she is. i knew that when she was on the podcast the first time i was like yeah that's that's a special person right there she, she's doing some crazy cool stuff here she's good and if, if you look at it from the perspective of trying to have it be an educational platform which i think is all of our number one goal emily is at the forefront of doing that i teach high school for my day job i'm not even full-time at buckle down i'm only part-time I make my own hours in the summer i go full-time but being involved with cod and looking at what we can do as far as creating an educational environment that's safe for people to feel that they can ask questions, for people to be uh, having an interactive experience. I think that's what it's been all about for a long time for women in craft beer. Um, Looking at the evolution over the last six, seven years of what's happening in Chicago, 
when we have these experiences, I think um, we empower each other and we make a better situation for everyone else. There are people here that I've never met before, people here yes. that I'm excited to get to know throughout the day and uh, do collaborations with, even if it's a bottle shop or if it's another brewery. And having Emily give us the opportunity to be able to get involved, to do the brew, to, to see what's happening in there and explain everything while she goes, that's pretty amazing. And yeah. how great is the craft beer community? We that's pretty really cool. take to each other and it's, I think it's that's supportive. That's one thing yeah. that I've always said about the community as well, as far as I've been in other professions, I'm still in education, there's sort of this non-competitive thing that happens in the beer world where if we, as a single brewery, succeed and help other people, we all succeed more. So Absolutely. It's, it's, it's very collaborative and yeah. it's very collegial as far as if somebody needs something, you jump in, you just do it, mm-hmm. help everybody out. It's yeah. not like any other industry or profession that I've ever been in. So. That's very true. I know, you know, from a, being a supplier, right, you know, you when I reached out to a couple of different members, you know, from through PBS, not one person said, oh, well, you're not a brewer or you don't work for a brewery. Why are you doing this? It was, it's just an open, welcoming, collaborative community. And sure, everybody's got that little bit of competitiveness, right? Everybody wants their beer to be the number one beer in America. But you don't ever feel that. You know, as I go walking into a brewery, I don't hear, oh, well, you know, you supply so-and-so, so hit right. the bricks. Right. Um, it's oh God, so I hope not. Right. I like to think that that's true. I want to yeah, yeah, believe it. Yeah, it is so true. And, you know, just the trying, you know, trying to learn, right? If you're going to work in an industry, you got to know something about it. And when I first started, I just, you know, yeah, whatever you need, call me. You want to come and watch this or learn about this or do that? So I think that's so true, Vicky. I think it's just all about helping each other. It is. And somehow I've, I've, I, I didn't volunteer for it, but I've become the sort of headhunter for the western suburbs as far as breweries when they need people to hire. And it's probably because of my coordination with COD where we have students coming through, we have them being certified, they get their Bassett, they get their Cicerone Level 1, and at the end of the program, the breweries, we, we do sort of a little collaboration graduation event, if you will, where the students get their resumes together and we invite 50 to 75 different breweries out and they go through the resumes and they see if somebody is, is qualified for a position that they may, may be looking for. After that night ends, that doesn't stop there. People are contacting me every day. Three people contacted me this week about looking for specific jobs that will apply to their brewery and looking at candidates that are coming through that program or just anybody. There was a woman on one of the Chicago um, beer groups. She's going to come out today. She relocated from Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. Somebody put my name on Facebook and said, talk to Vicki. Within a couple of hours, we connected. She had an interview at a really um, successful brewery out in the western suburbs, and we're waiting to see if she's going to get a job offer. So to have that sort of um, collaboration just with getting people hooked up with each other, I think it's really important that we stay connected. We are connected, and we make it positive for everybody. And so what I'm hearing is that Vicky is going to come and work with the chapter, and she's going she's yeah. going to be in charge of our job board. Oh yeah, she just Vicky sold a bunch of her time. Yeah, she, she just recruited nothing, herself yeah. to our chapter leadership team. Just so she you know, she has a new job title. That's right, craft mm-hmm. beer coordinator for be my fifth Chicago. Job. They've so already this. ordered your cards from Vista Print. <laughs> There's right. already cards coming for you. All right. It's all mm-hmm. good. I'm in. I'm in. 
I mean, how important how important is is the relationship side of all this to you guys? I mean, just again, like seeing, I'm just watching everyone. I'm like befuddled at all the just the conversations that are happening in these pockets of people. Yeah. And like you said, everybody's totally embraced. It's not yep. one of those weird things, you know, where it's like, where are you from again? Like right. looking at each other's shirts, like where yeah. are you from? Like I wish we had name tags. So I need a name tag. <laughs> I you know, I thought about that. Yeah. I was like, ah, can we write on people? I need yeah, next you time. Can definitely write on people. I think this whole crew would be down with like, you know, some. Sharpie face or we need something. A new tattoo yeah. on oh, my arm. Sharpie face. Forehead. I don't know. Forehead tattoos. Forearm yeah. name. Forearm name. Forehead. Cool. If yeah. you want to go easy, that's fine. <laughs> I thought we were going to go crazy. I do have to go to my speech job tomorrow. Oh, that's yep. a shame. Sharpie yeah. face <laughs> just not going to be acceptable. You know what? That's another thing too that I'd like yeah. to cover. Just Kristen kind of squeeze that and like going to her speech job. Like, there's no, there's no dumb people in this room. You know, there's like there's these people that are just really brilliant, really smart people. You guys all have multiple jobs and multiple things, and some of you are mothers and you know you have all this all this stuff that flies around and then, I mean like for you guys specifically you own a bottle shop you have children like all that stuff aren't women like, amazing it, we do it all you guys are we're very organized yeah we do it no. for sure <laughs> Just chaos. Just chaos. That's like Joe sees it as chaos. You no. Yeah, you call it chaos. We call it all I in. I believe you. I believe you. But, you know, have you ever not seen a guy, like, admire that and be like, that's just, it's chaos to us. For you guys, it's calm, controlled, cool. No, but I think we're organizing everything. Yeah, yeah we yeah. are. And I think that's something you can see even on social media now. I think in the brewing community, while we're growing in numbers, there are so many brewers who are embracing that and owners who are embracing that. And not only tolerating it but celebrating the diversity with with women in their breweries and looking at again how to hit that target demographic of women beer drinkers that's been ignored for so long and maybe overlooked so i I think it's really important and i think it's it's been pretty amazing to see how everybody is responding to that in the brewery world so vicky how how long when did you start with buckle down Good Lord, 2013. And how much have you seen a change in like the attitude and, and huge, just huge? When I started in craft beer, uh, so I'm a high school teacher and I was doing summer school every year. I went and took a friend who went through a bad breakup and we went out to Lincoln Park Craft Beer Fest. Got her really drunk and she left me in Lincoln Park. So Whoops. I stumbled into um, Prost across the street from the Lincoln Park Zoo. And sat at the bar and told the bartender, like, my story of, whoa, like, I got left here. And he's like, you're really cute, but I'm not driving you to LaGrange. Get your ass behind the bar, and I'll teach you how to pour beer. And I was like, amazing. I can do this. Yeah. So I made a couple hundred bucks in a few quick hours. Whoa. And I was ready to get my cab, and my friend came walking back in the door. And I was like, all right, I know I'm going to quit summer school. I'm going to get on Craigslist. And I did the next day, and there was a... a, a basically a, a, a it was beer house out in Lombard was doing open interviews so I went out there and started with them and quickly kind of moved through everybody's opening during that year so that was the year when you know Pipeworks opened and um, Buckle Down opened everybody in the western suburbs was that crazy, was the crazy yeah. year Boom. did a couple of big tap, tap takeovers where we organized everybody in one place twice a year and I think we ended up doing three huge tap takeovers where we had brew buses coming out from the city bringing people and brewers and the growth that happened then, it was pretty amazing simply because most of us who opened that year, we all watched each other grow and we all helped each other out. And then after that, it boomed. Once it opened up and we became like the veterans and people were coming to us with questions and you're kind of scratching your head like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, it's a guessing game how you get through this, but let's yeah. sort of figure it out as we go. It's, it's crazy to see the growth that we've had in Chicago and it's amazing at the same time. 
so even like for you, uh, like what was it like starting with like Ike and, and Sean just like right off the bat? Was it just boom, we got this, or was it just kind of like they're figuring it out, you're figuring it out? Like they'll probably kill me, but <laughs> we figured it out as we went. <laughs> like we, even, I remember even the first summer that I was there, I said I, I put my resume together and I said, "Here's why you need me," and they would scratch their head and they were like, "Oh yeah." We could, we could use you for a couple of things. So I volunteered for festivals. I wasn't even paid. Like at my first fest with them was Beer Under Glass that year. And I was like, okay, we got this. At some point, I'm going to move into a position where I'm compensated for it. <laughs> and as we went, you know, you figure out how to run a tap room. You figure out the brew schedule. Like I'm even looking at Emily's. got that whole year-long calendar. I was like, I'm stealing that oh, because Jesus. to be yeah. able to see the entire year when you have GABF and CBC and you have Fobab all on the calendar surrounding all the brew schedules, it's pretty amazing. So to watch them grow, we look a lot younger then than we do now. You go through all the growing pains and, and figure it out as you go. But it's been it's been pretty incredible at Buckle Down as far as what we've done for, for our growth. So. And, and for you guys, Kristen, like what, you guys were brand new, what, two, two plus years ago? And just yeah. trial and, and error. And just. none of us had a background in like the craft beer industry. So just going for it. Like I said before, I'm a speech pathologist, <laughs> you know. But that being said, Maggie, Eric, and Colt all have strong manager backgrounds in like the retail space and Colt was in food service forever and a bartender and all that. So like we each brought our own little unique pieces to the puzzle and we made it work. But more importantly, like you guys loved beer. It wasn't like oh, we're made, yeah. we're gonna get rich off of this idea. No, this is this is a this is a thing that I always have a hard time separating. Nobody's the people getting that rich are, in no, craft. Right, the people not. that are like, <laughs> I'm going to open this up for the business venture side of it, which is fine. That's great. You know, that's capitalism working. But but I always just love the story of like, you're doing it because it's something that you know you fucking love. Like, it's for sure. Just, I mean, we thought of the idea while we were, because we're neighbors too. And we would just go and drink at each other's houses. And it was like, okay, this is super awesome. And how can we do this that we love and like share it with others and that's how iron and glass was born and we we're here <laughs> and we're here and yeah. we're here yeah, and right? you know it was a lot of trying to figure things out because none of us have taken a class like at college at DuPage to, you know for the bar management or anything like that but I think we're we're doing it's kind all right. of under control. Over we're there. doing all right. It, it looks yeah. like it. And we're, I, Tom has a lot to do with it, I'm sure. Oh, Tom. <laughs> He's the he best. He is awesome. Employee number one. That's right. You Employee guys got a great. One. You guys got a great thing happening over there. So, I mean, now you said you're very new to the beer world in general, right? I, I mean, am. fairly. I yeah, guess yeah. you say relatively. Yeah. And what, what, what was the appeal to you? I mean, well, I actually, um, as I mentioned, uh, we're a supplier company, so I, I am the national sales director for Oak Printing. And so we print the labels for the bottles and cans. Mm-hmm. And um, so my background is in, in printing yeah, and in yeah. sales. And it just so happened that when I joined Oak, that's one of the two markets that they serve. We only print two things, paint labels and beer labels. Now, I know you think those are worlds apart. I but think you pulled the better straw. I, the exa- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, if you're going to work in an industry, you, you got to learn it. you got to learn what it's about, you know. Um, it's, it's very different to print a beer label than it is to print any other kind of label. There's just tons of knowledge that 
goes into that. And I, again, I think that speaks to the, the craft beer community because, you know, they embrace you and they, they teach you the same as they do a brewer. Yeah. I mean, does it, I mean, the word community never had better meaning, right? I mean, right. In this, than, than what we're looking so at true. right now. I mean, you guys see that all the time, I'm sure, in your own tap rooms. And, and is there anything more fun than, like, collaborating? I mean, you guys have done Metal Monkey collaborations and Noon Whistle collaborations. But this is and the first one where the ladies were involved because all the other collabs... It was the guys yeah. that got to go and brew. So today well, that's awesome, is yeah. monumental. I'm glad for I saw us. both of you guys here today. You know, we get to see see both the, both the ladies side here. Yes, and you know what? Uh, on that note, I'm gonna tap out. And tap let out another yeah. awesome please, lady. Please come bring on me, in. Bring, you got to procure me someone. There, should we? Grab her, I think grab we should. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's just rotate. Yeah, we're gonna leave you in Vicky's trusted hands, and right. we're gonna right. tap well, out. Well, Vicky, I was gonna ask you anyway. So yeah. the uh, you guys recently, like in the last six months or so, right, have done stuff with like Imperial Oak, yep. like, and you guys did like a fucking bus. Yeah, right, we did right? a double release. We did. Like, is that awesome or is that like a total big undertaking? It's like stressful until it happens type thing. Or you is know, it, it was kind of one of those things again that was a um, we planned out as much as we could. We did a double double with them. It was a double barrel aid double milk stout and we took it they took it we barrel aged it and then we released them both on the same day and we had trolleys going back and forth between the breweries and it, so it was cool. one of those things that on the day of where we thought everything would go smooth you kind of troubleshoot as you go and you see what's going wrong and make adjustments uh, on the fly and it worked out really well it yeah. did the collaborating part I mean I know we talked a lot about it but I mean it's got to be a lot of fun for, it is a lot of fun it is I've heard a lot of brewers say, you know, like, it's just an excuse for us to get together and have oh, yeah. fun. I mean, it's, it's a cool marketing thing, too. It helps to sell things, but it's, I think more or less it's just like a hangout, a it cool is. experience for everybody. And I always hear that you're taking things from each other. You always. Know? Like, oh, shit, you guys use that. Anything for, like, the mm-hmm. boots? Like, you use those boots? Oh, those are better boots than mm-hmm. what we use. Like, you know, we're going to change those. You yep. know, we're gonna, anything you can, from yeast to, to mm-hmm. uh, grain, whatever it is. Yep. And that was like having the context that I had made at Beer House. That was so important with even starting the Business of Craft Beer program at COD. And that was something that was originated with Danielle Sego, who is Josh Sego's wife. Josh runs Lou Dog events. Yeah. And Josh felt a need for staffing all of his festivals and trying to figure out how we could get people in there who could do the job that we needed to do. So josh and danielle collaborated together danielle runs adult and continuing ed out at cod i met her here actually when we did an episode for skeleton yeah. Key. she came to drop something off yep. and they entered and emily was like so excited to introduce me oh yeah like this woman does so much for you know in this space you know yep. and something very and like like something that's not covered you know right like we're just talking about very beer and releases the and big things yeah. people love like you know yeah it's like one of those things that just goes unnoticed like well, them, like their incubator program yeah the, well and the and common beer person knows skeleton key that they're a brewery they right. don't realize that they're like trying to let people know like here's an eight-week program that like you're going to decide if you want to do this shit or not because it's not easy right. but i'm going to give you a chance to at least see it first before you dive in right. and danielle was the person who spearheaded it she contacted 12 or 15 of us i can't remember how many different breweries in the western suburbs and said hey this is what my idea is we want to get together and do sort of a brainstorming night so she brought the biggest people in from all the breweries where I was sitting around like, oh, I'm next to John Barley. And oh, my gosh, Eric Hobbs is here. And uh, you do that. Like too? I got off. You do that, too. Oh, I'm God, serious. I was people such make a fun of me all day. the time oh, because no, no, I, no. I'm like such a. Yeah. I'm no. Like, oh. And it was so funny because we, we did this. I know that he's sitting next to me. 
we did this whole brainstorm of, of ideally when we get resumes at the brewery, what do we want people to have as far as certification? Because everybody wants to work in a brewery and they'd be like, I'll mop your floors and I'll clean your bathroom. <laughs> but yeah. what can you do as far as how do you how do you sell a beer? How do you describe a beer? So we did this whole backwards design with what we wanted people to have. And that ultimately is Bassett and Cicerone certification to apply for the beer world. And I remember we were going through it and we put it up on the teacher of the group, put it up all on the whiteboard and put it in categories and divided it up into different different classes that we could teach. And I like totally fangirled because it was like, Danielle was like, okay, front of house. And Aaron Louder raised her hand. And I was like, I'll work with Aaron. Oh, 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 like pick me. I yeah. want to teach with this Ooh, woman pick me, pick who me. has been so influential at Solemn Oath. And that's how that whole program started. So it was one of those things where... Danielle saw a need and she filled it and it seamlessly has tried. I don't know. I know she's tracking how many people have gone through the program and then been hired at breweries. I mean, even Carolyn Stevens is here now. She went through the program. I don't know Carolyn. I was Where's with her. She, yeah. Uh, you were with her in that class. That the first Elmhurst? class. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn's at Dry she, City. Dry City. Okay. So she's assistant brewer at Dry City now. But to see, to see people go through it and then to have Ike and Oak open up and have you guys open up and have her get it. It's so... There's oh. so much fulfillment to see that the process is working and, and people are getting the certifications they need, they're getting the knowledge they need, and they're actually working in craft beer. So it's so successful. It was amazing for us. Yeah. Quick this side Katie, note. Uh, yeah. Quick <laughs> side note. Um, Vicky oh, yeah. and I called the line change, so we, we brought in a couple <laughs> new voices. So, so Katie, go ahead. Hi. Um, yeah. I signed up for the first class there, and it was awesome. I met so many people, learned so much. Um, I just, it was so cool to see like you said um the owners of different breweries teaching the classes it was amazing so i got a ton out of that i loved so it but fun. i was unfortunately a dropout oh, <laughs> you had other things going on i had stuff on. going on yeah <laughs> like opening a brewery I don't you know may what. recognize her voice from my last episode uh, wolfden <coughs> brewing <laughs> <laughs> let me clear my throat yeah. yeah um yeah no it was amazing it was a great experience um that i feel like that really propelled me into just getting on the right track to opening the brewery 100%. Yeah, and what's nice is that we've seen the increase in women signing up for those classes mm -hmm. as well. So at the end of the program, the first semester through, we didn't have any women. and then it, it was like Carolyn and I and yeah, a few you guys others. Were the only, only few. We had yeah. one even coming through last semester. But to see that number grow and then have people be employable, that's the ultimate goal. That's yeah. what we want. And that's, that's pretty amazing to be able to be a part of that. I yeah. took one of those classes as well. Were you in my class? I was in uh, Emily's class here. Yeah. Yeah. COD. <laughs> All right, so guys, we're going to do a really organic pause right now. Emily wants to get a groovy-ass photo, so we'll come back with the same group after we're done, if, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. And we'll, we'll kind of pick up where we left off. Sure, sure. All right, I'm going to hit pause, and let's take this photo. All right, so the brew deck picture has been taken, and we are back in our it's seats. Yeah, it's super official. I took. I think I might have filled Kristen's uh, camera up completely. I think I was just, I was just <laughs> I, her phone's going to be, like, useless now. Snap. I was just taking picture after picture. <laughs> it was cool to see all you guys up on the brew deck like that. I mean, it's kind of gathered around, holding that sweet sign. I just know Emily was in the back holding the fucking, what do you call that thing that stirs the beer? The paddle type thing? Paddle, yeah. Is that all you call it? Is there not like a cool name for it? Mash it's gotta paddle. Be a cool, mash yeah. paddle. All right. That is a cooler name, actually. Mash paddle. <laughs> um, I think when we left off, we, we haven't introduced you yet. We got a representative from Moore here now. Introduce Yay. yourself. Tell the people. Hi, my name is Kylene. I'm the... Uh, Assistant General Manager at Moore. Uh, I run taproom operations, uh, private events. Uh, that's pretty much 
anything I can, anything I can get my hands on. Can uh, we safely say all the stuff Evan doesn't do? Exactly. All right, there we go. Let's just make this about... I clean up all about his messes. Talking <laughs> shit about Evan. <laughs> That's just what I like to do. It's my favorite thing. Favorite pastime. Well, I mean, I thought it fit pretty nicely. First of all, that you said you took the, the, the class at COD. And, and also, your role with Moore is... Uh, it, we talked a little bit about, like, uh, Vic, with Vicky talking about kind of uh, employee... I guess readiness and appreciation and being like the focus of things rather than you know something else being that kind of main focus of the business but i mean how important is it to have like leadership and be a part of the leadership that kind of acknowledges the staff because from what i know about you guys and you know i'm there all the time oh, you know yeah. I, I spend a lot of time and more <laughs> um but i mean i feel like evan sean and you know that that whole crew all you guys seem to take care of your employees very very well we have um i've been in the restaurant and bar industry for about 10 years um so i've worked with a lot of different teams of people um and i can hands down say that this is like the best group of people i've ever worked with um everybody um is very like we're very open we're very um collaborative and just want to be the best we can be um as a company um, obviously, Sean makes great beer. Um, yeah. no, <laughs> we Love shouldn't you, we shouldn't build his ego. <laughs> <laughs> That's but the thing. he doesn't really have much. Of I know, ego, right? I like, know, he does it at uh-huh. all. Um, but from the taproom side of things, just um, you know, building this really awesome culture uh, has been so important for us over the past year and over a half, almost two years that we've been open. Um, we've actually held on to a lot of people from when we first started, uh, which I think is actually pretty amazing uh, because I've opened, I've helped open a lot of restaurants, and usually you don't see a lot of the OGs stick around. Yeah. Um, so when did you start with them? I I was day one. Yeah. I well, it's funny. I always started tell, as a server. I always so. tell them about their HR process must be broken because like Evan was like a busboy and now he's like the general manager. <laughs> yeah. And then sh- sh- we, John John was like a like in the John f- was the a bartender side, or, yeah, and he. He's like a, f- a chef of some sort, and We've now, all he's, done. now he's an assistant brewer. And like, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> At least you sound like you got the right want. job. Yeah, yeah no, I uh, I started as a server, um, and just kind of like very quickly knew that I wanted to be um, have like a bigger impact um, with the team, with the company. Uh, it's some I kind of just stumbled upon more. Really, this was like I never was uh, really reaching to be in the craft beer industry um i just it happened to be going up five minutes from my house so i was like yeah i'll give it a shot i was looking for a job and uh yeah just very quickly knew that it was something i wanted to be a bigger part of um and i've just been working my ass off to uh get to that point and help build our brand and build our team and we're having a lot of fun over there. So. Yeah, I could vouch for the busting your ass part. I, I see you running <laughs> around the tap room all the time with your laptop in one hand, oh, or, you yeah. know, just flying back <laughs> and forth. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's chaotic. I mean, do you guys see that? Like, it, it's it's not just fun too, though, right? I mean, all all three of you guys understand. Like, it's so much work that goes into it. Oh, it's yeah. so much so work that much. you don't even expect to do, and it's one of those things where like. You'll find yourself like on several occasions on a Sunday on the floor in the men's room trying to change out the toilet paper holder <laughs> because there's no toilet paper that fits the roll size <laughs> and you just do it. And that's, I think, yeah. something that you're referencing oh, as far yeah. as you do what you have to do to get the shit done. Yeah. There, it's not, you know, there are days when I look around and I'm like, well, fuck, who's the, who's the adult? Well, I'm the adult. <laughs> I'm the most adult. I got to get it done. 
and and you figure out how to do it and you guys should have seen me battling with our coke machine the other day yeah I mean, whatever i have to do i was covered in coke random. syrup but it's random you do what you gotta You've do never been to, more lovely covered oh in my, coke I syrup look disgusting and i had to work another 10 hours after but well, it's no, okay yeah and it's it, it got done so. it's one of those weird things too as a woman in an industry that's dominated by men where you feel like oh i gotta prove myself and i have to do these things and it, it at some point that disappears and you oh, yeah. just do what you have to do in order to get it done Absolutely. and and then then it turns around and fucks you because people are like oh vicky will get shit done give it to her <laughs> and then you end up with yeah. this laundry list of yeah, things you that you gotta bu- do you set a mark too high so yeah you, right you, gotta, well, low, you want it done give it to vicky she'll yeah. do it yeah. but it's it, it, there's so much satisfaction and i'm from detroit so i'm from like a blue collar background working with my hands doing things and producing a product has always been Something that is really gratifying for me. So to be involved in things where you watch a company grow and you're, you can say, just the, the, the notion that I can say, I'm associated with Buckle Down, that that alone is, it's so gratifying for me. You talk about like employee retention and talking about all the people yeah. who get in and they stay. Uh, in the summer, I was on, uh, because I work with Katie Long, who's here as well, somewhere, pregnant, very pregnant. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. <laughs> um, in the summer, I work on um, the uh, Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. They do the convention every summer. And this summer, I was on a panel about employee, and uh, like incentivizing employees and employee retention. And there were about seven or eight of us on that panel looking at if you cannot monetarily incentivize your employees what are little things you can do to keep people and what it comes down to at the end of the day is somebody looking at you and saying you know if i can't give you money i can't give you merch i can't give you beer whatever the smallest little appreciation for what somebody does in that tap room is what will keep you coming back and that that sean and ike have been great at that from day one as far as telling me my value telling me how important i am telling me that i'm a part of the team and never feeling like my voice isn't heard or I'm excluded. Um, and, and that in and of itself is, is the basis of incentivizing employees to keep people from the beginning. So I'm not surprised when I look at breweries and, okay, you started here and now you're here. And I was volunteering and now I'm, I'm you know, managing events and doing all of these off and on-site things. That's how it has to happen. I laugh all the time because I'm like, somebody gave me the fucking keys to their brewery and said... <laughs> Here, and you're in charge. It. I think <laughs> like, that every day. I'm like, they gave me the keys. Like, I, what? How can I run their business for them? But that comes from the growth and the trust that you can do what they need you to do. And it's kind of a very bizarre thing. Because I'm 45 and I still look around like, I'm in, I mean, I okay, I can do this. I can figure it out. I, I can change a toilet paper roll. But It's a scary thing giving the keys away, for it, sure. It's got to be. From your perspective, like, who do you trust to say, I'm going to go away for the weekend and somebody's going to run the yeah, show? Yeah, I got very lucky, too. Uh, I got I have amazing employees, and I was able to get so a few nice. keys away already, and I feel really good about it. Yeah, you guys got some lovely people over yeah. at Wolfton. I mean, I met a couple of them that day. What, last week? Last yeah. week? Oh, Jesus. I know. Like, not even that long. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that, that's just gotta be crazy i like that there's three different perspectives sitting at the table right now i mean you're high school teacher and part-time you know 
you do a shit ton at Buckle Down. That's not part time. Is not an accurate title, I think, for you. But hourly, but, yeah, it's right. not really uh, part time. It's a second career. Endeavoring on an ownership and, yep. and being fairly new to the to the space uh, as as an owner. I mean, Katie's was at New Whistle. We talked about that last week. But and then you being at more, like you're you're in a kind of a role as an assistant manager of that tap room. Like you guys coming from three different perspectives, three different types of breweries. I mean. Vicky's Brewery's been around for, what, nine, six years now? Going six, on six, five and a half six years. Six years now. in Lyons Township area, right? Feels to, like so much longer. I know. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Buckle Down's been around forever. Feels like it. it. feels like, yes. Yeah. Relative, you know? Uh-huh. And, you know, again, Katie coming from Noon Whistle and now owning it, and then more being like this kind of restaurant atmosphere with amazing beer, you know, it, this food menu and that. So it's, it's unique to see everybody's perspective on that. Um, now, you know, I, I don't know how people feel about this conversation or not, but uh, but just having the like we briefly touched on uh, kind of having that ev- evolution of going from like, OK, it's a thing that I'm a woman right now. And then eventually that goes away because you're just trying to get shit done. Yeah. Um, now, what about I mean, we talked about the changes over the years. Do you guys feel that that's an important thing right now for all of you? I mean, is it something that you still see day to day? Is it something that you've seen kind of dwindle a little what bit? What are you is asking? Ask the question. You know what I mean? You know what I mean though? Like, <laughs> ask the real question. I'm not you sure if ask. I like like uh, example wise. I guess like uh, I think we, we talked about it off mic before our, our episode or after where we talked about. Um, like maybe the guy looking past, like the, a guy comes in for a beer and looks mm-hmm. past you. Like, well, I need to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Every that, day. That's still a thing. Every day. That's still going okay. on. Every right. single day. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, for you probably, Katie, it's like, uh, it, it, who who owns this place? So like, yeah, I, I own this place. You know. Yeah. It's always shock. Uh-huh. You do. Okay. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always. I need to speak to a manager, and mm-hmm. I walk up, and they're like. Where's the manager? Like they the eyebrows like the kind of go up, and they're uh-huh. like, even though I'm dressed completely completely different, and you know, I, mm-hmm. I think I carry myself a little differently, and uh, yeah, every day people are like, oh, like you're in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I mean, are you what seeing progress? Or are you seeing like just stagnation in that in that regard? Don't, I mean, again, be honest. Like, I don't think. I, yeah, yeah. Drink, crack that. <laughs> I'm gonna beer. open another beer <laughs> right I'm gonna, now. I'm gonna need the Savior Daniel. <laughs> Um, I, I think we're seeing progress, but I also know that I, I, when I first started at Buckle Down, especially, I think there was this 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 great desire for me to feel like I had to let people know my knowledge in beer, and I it, I took it as a challenge on a daily basis when people would question things, and you know they'd ask a bartender, well, which hops are in this beer, and they'd be like, oh, talk to Vicky. It, it's gotta feel like, good, right? It did feel good, but it was still sort of <laughs> this still very. Like, why is this a thing? It was like a conundrum where, I, okay, I want to tell you what I know. I don't want to sound condescending or arrogant. There's humility that comes with the the knowledge of what's happening with this product, but then there's also this um, this angle of being a female and sort of being overlooked as being able to have the knowledge, and that trying to prove myself on a daily basis at one point i think i just sort of said okay like asshole if you don't want to listen to me fuck you i'm not going to talk to you about beer if you want to have a conversation about what you're asking about this this product i will tell you what i know and i will try to educate you and i don't do it in a way that's intimidating or that's rude and i re- i will never forget it and bj will probably kick my ass for saying it but bj olson from pipeworks <laughs> said there's a difference between a craft beer geek and a craft beer nerd a craft beer nerd will tell you what he thinks you don't know. 
<laughs> and a craft beer geek will get excited to share information with you. Oh, I'm a geek. Right? I know, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I get excited. And if somebody's going to come I'm at thanking me, BJ and you for sharing that with me right no, now. No, BJ, like, BJ has been amazing. <laughs> I and I know that. he's out in Portland. Shout out to BJ and Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. But um, if somebody isn't excited to talk to me about beer, then I kind of have to approach it in a different way. And I have to sort of... Um, as a teacher, look at somebody and, and say, okay, where, where is this person? What was their day like? Are they crabby? Are they going to be open and receiving to what I have to say to them? And try to figure out a way to present it to them. Um, that's challenging sometimes. If somebody's going to get excited about beer and we just want to share information and talk, 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 talk it to death, that to me is where I feel the most beneficial and I feel the most worth and I feel love and I get excited and happy about about giving that information. But it still happens every day where... You know, you're negated as a woman in a, in a culture of um, we're providing alcohol in a somewhat misogynistic culture that's dominated you by have to say somewhat. a Just demographic. It's, it's going down. Yeah. It's like a demographic um, target sure audience of men. Whole, they're, making, they're making hand gestures. What? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> so... Okay, so so, do you ever get that thought process though, like of being, being like overcompensating? Is that I guess that's what I'm looking for. Always. You feel like I, I need to do more yes. than the norm yes. because always otherwise I will not be taken seriously. Always, like, damn! I just lifted that damn grain a, a bag of grain on my shoulder because I was like, well, Matt's got the video on. I better throw it up <laughs> on my <laughs> shoulder yeah. and hand it like up a, to Emily like because it's got to look. <laughs> yeah, it's got to look like I can lift 55 pounds. <laughs> Every day. I mean, there are stupid things like that where I'm like, all right, overcompensate. Over, show what you can do. Because if you don't, somebody's going to go, wow, she can't. She can't lift a keg. Or she like, can't. Yeah, bro. She's not going to be able to get a half barrel. She doesn't on know the stairs, what she's sorry. talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a silly feeling as a, as a woman in this industry. But it's, uh, it's gaining more respect. I will say that. It definitely is. So it's you do it's see, becoming you more normal, it. too, I think. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's good to see that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to be part of that. I'm just honestly just curious. I mean, you know, well, and when Matt Powers does get here, he can talk to you. So Matt Powers last June came to me and um, he, he said, I want to do an article. And I want to do an article about women in craft beer. And he said, I need to have some honest conversations with women in craft. We're getting in a Me Too movement. We're talking about all this inequity. Um, what does it look like from the perspective of a woman? And Charlotte from Only Child and I met Matt. We were in the Rosemont area. We had a couple beers. And the more we drank, the more we told him about situations that we end up in in craft beer. got looser. Everybody just got a little bit like And, you know, at the end of the conversation, we were kind of laughing and joking. And Charlotte has her experiences. Let's get you some more beer. I know. Like, I have my experiences. But as I'm a divorced single mom of three. I date. I'm out there. I'm I'm doing my thing. And to have that sort of be another angle where, um, you know, if I'm dating a guy, does he like me because I'm in a brewery? Can I get him into Fobab? Like, what is the angle where... (laughs) I'm with a person that really genuinely um, appreciates beer, but Matt took that conversation and he blew it up. And he start. We gave him some names. We're like, "Oh, contact these women in craft beer. They've had experiences too." And Matt cannot finish the article because he has so much information. He can't Content. wrap his arms around. So he should have been making a documentary. Is what you're he telling me? He should have been making a documentary. Been, yeah. And and everything that's happened recently in, in craft beer, as far as um, publications that have come out about um, 
you know. Which one? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no so now we're gonna now we're gonna get real political. No, 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 no. We're no. gonna stop talking. No, about, okay. But <laughs> Matt is a person that you know could give some information because he has interviewed women in craft beer across the state of Illinois about their experiences, positive or negative, and really what it's like to be in the trenches of of craft beer and how much you compromise yourself, how much you you um, you have to let it go. You have to just do your job. You have to prove you're an owner, you're a manager, you're an events coordinator, whatever it is, and, and get the job done. And that is the real proof of, uh, you know, our existence in craft beer. We do it. We just get it done mm-hmm. every day. And we're really good at being organized. We're very oh, organized. Yeah. Look at oh, Emily's. Yeah. Look at the itinerary here. Yeah. Emily's got yeah, it typed she's, up. She's so incredible. I texted awesome. her Friday and, and I was like, hey. All of you guys have that gene in you somewhere. That yeah. You're, you're, you're able to do that. And you're, not, not only can you do it, but you're respecting when you see it. You're it's very like, maternal. I texted her Friday like and I was like. Winking at each other. Yeah. yeah. You need anything? Totally text done the me same Saturday. Thing. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's done. Yeah. There's nothing uh-huh. now that can be done that I didn't do a month ago. So, so hilarious, right? She has it's next year's ready to go. She does. She's already yeah. planning, right? Oh, God. Yeah, uh-huh. she's got it. Yeah, it's probably happening right now. As she's pouring beer for like this whole group of people. I know, right? I know. It's so funny. Did you notice? Like, we took the picture and like the crowd just shifted over, <laughs> over yeah. into the brew area. Now, mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. we're just gonna hang out amongst the fermenters for now on. Yep. Typical brew day. Yeah. So with uh, with being like a management at, at a brew pub for you, is it like you said you kind of stumbled into it? But but is it something that uh, like you had interest in in the past? Like, were you were you a craft beer lover or just starting um, out and trying some things? Or I wasn't and still i'm not much of a drinker period <laughs> um like i and if it's i do drink it's, <laughs> it's be and it's just like it's not for any particular reason um like i'll uh, like obviously I, I love beer i love trying different beers um <laughs> but i'm not like one for um, a lot too much drinking um yeah no i've just been i've been a bartender a server um kind of done all those uh different roles in the industry um and just really felt like i was like this industry was kind of where i wanted to stay mm-hmm. um i mean i'm still still pretty young i'm 25 so i like still have you're oh my god i know you said 25 for 10 years i, I almost remember 25 literally my first job was at 15 in the restaurant industry oh. and i have not left um, you said you had 10 years of experience i was like ah oh, she's 30 no, I'm a I remember when I had my literal first baby. Yeah. I know, literal right? baby. <laughs> I remember 25, uh, sort of. Yeah, like barely even allowed to drink. But you got so uh, much more you're gonna do in this world, oh, right? I know. Like, that's awesome. But um, like I said, I haven't left like the restaurant bar industry since I started at it, um, and I just kind of like was feeling a little burnt out on serving and bartending. Um, I was just, yeah, and just <laughs> kind of looking for something a little different. I know, um, like, I felt like I had something to offer um, as far as, like, you know, just, like, leading a team and stuff. I've always kind of felt like a natural-born leader. So um, when this opportunity was presented to me back um, in, like, October of 2017 uh, to kind of shift shift supervise it more i was like all right like let's do it like they literally asked me in the middle of a friday night dinner rush (laughs) 
and I that's was like, convenient. <laughs> that sounds like the restaurant <laughs> they, like, industry. Pulled right me there. in the office, and they're like, "You want to be a supervisor?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Can we talk about this later?" Like, <laughs> that's so gonna be me. Like, I'm just gonna at one point just be like, "I can't do this anymore. Who can do it?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah, and from there it just kind of like kept like cultivating. Um, I've as much as uh, we poke fun at Evan, I've learned a ton from him. Um, he's, he's good. He's he's, he's good. a good guy. Uh, I hope he doesn't hear me say that on this. No. He's just gonna get. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it he's out. Gonna, he's gonna t- I'm gonna take that out. Poke fun at me for it, but no, he. Uh, I've learned a lot from um, working at Moore in particular, and just like uh, I'm very appreciative for every like opportunity that they've given me. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of <laughs> crazy. You're getting uncomfortable because you're being corny. Now. I know. So just I know. Embrace it. Like, embrace it. I don't know. Just, it's just it's it, it's okay. I feel very um, hashtag blessed, hashtag blessed. <laughs> to, to be uh, to like be along for the ride and all of this. Like uh, the warmth. I'm, it is warm. Just gave us. Well, she just gave us. This must Yum. be what, what we're tasting right now. Cheers, guys. This is the brew, right? We got the wort. Some hot wort. <laughs> you're like. No. I'm like it smells okay, but it's like the equivalent of a hot apple cider. But I didn't, I didn't uh, sign a waiver, mm. so if I burn my tongue, I'm gonna be really upset with Emily. It's going down. Mm. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just I'm appreciating the, the different perspectives that we're getting in, from the industry, and as we're rotating through people, introduce yourself. We, we Vicky, Vicky tapped out and sent sent her gal pal in here. I'm I'm Katie Carrier. <laughs> I am the associate director of the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. Yeah. I'm doing an episode with the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. We had Alter. So tell us about yourself a little bit. Well, I mean, what 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 brought, what brought you to the Pink Food Society Day, Mesh? For sure, wouldn't want to miss it. Um, was super excited that we were going to get a large group of women together in the Burbs, kind of right down the street mm-hmm. from where I live. So that was a bonus. Um, love to see all the women in the industry and the different aspects that everybody works in the industry come together and. Um, it's just, it's always a fun time and it's always a nice little catch up as well. Um, but I've been with the guild, this is my fifth year. Um, before I was with the guild, I did, um, I, I was on the, I was a volunteer, um, on a board of a not-for-profit beer fest and kind of was involved in the, uh, same time of juggling corporate America and, uh, kind of took a jump and joined uh, with the guild and um, have loved every minute since uh, yeah that common that common thread uh, amongst this world is that you know I, I, I was doing this and a lot of times that involves corporate America as we like to you know casually <laughs> call it you know yeah and then and then you just make that jump and that's kind of what the whole premise behind the podcast. Uh, and again, we had a couple more changes. We got now we have uh, the second half of Iron and Glass in a chair, and we've got Metal Monkey in a chair. Um, we'll, we'll get to introducing you guys, but I just thought you know th- these are stories. And again, uh, th- this podcast actually originated with Iron and Glass. It was the first episode. The, the idea of it came up in in there talking to uh, Maggie, who's joining us now, her husband Eric, uh, talking about what he did before and what they did did before, and that Maggie still does, I believe. Uh, but it's like, and then you take that leap, and that was the whole idea behind doing the show is kind of just getting those stories out of people. And like you basically just told yours. In a nutshell, and it's it's impressive just from the start to to be like, you basically you get bogged down in something, and it's like, am I gonna keep doing this? Right. And then so so how did it kind of like how'd you link up? How did it? 
you know, you. I was a. Uh, I would volunteer for guild events, um, just to kind of take the experience that I had for running the uh, not for profit fest and uh, just volunteering. So I always, I always say, uh, volunteering is the best way to get involved in the industry. Um, I like volunteering. I like pouring beer. Um, and just, so just pouring it just I love <laughs> pouring the beer I don't know why but I never get to guys ever um, so when I boot a brewer out and they're like what I'm like take a break I'm pouring beer for you I just want to do it um, just makes me feel good right? it just makes, it just makes, I just like it um, maybe it brings me back to my bartending days I don't know um, but I uh, would just volunteer and help the guild and, and do certain events and where I would help mostly in the front of house and uh, then it just kind of evolved and there was a position that was created and I was con- I was approached and asked if I'd be interested and I was like, you know, it's interesting, but I work a full-time job, right. do well, I've, I've got all these volunteers. My thoughts were like, I have a 401k <laughs> and like, you know, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so make, so what is this good money. Me? Yeah, okay. I don't know. Um, and it just kind of persistence and then the year later it kind of happened again and I was like, you know what, uh, talked to my now husband and was like, should should I do it? Should I take this jump, this leap? And he was like, let's just go for it. Try it. And, you know, and here I am on my fifth year now, full time. <laughs> oh so, God. yeah, bye bye, corporate America. That I do not quick. miss it. Yeah, right? <laughs> that time probably flew by, huh? It has flown by. I think it, it um, when you're having fun, time flies. Yeah, I know. It's something like that, right? That's a saying, right? <laughs> well, let's take a second to introduce you guys. Uh, how about to my right? I am Mel, and I'm the taproom manager at Metal Monkey, and I also work with Katie at the Guild. That's it? Come on, you get more than that. You get the best boots on here, man. What's up? Like, what's <laughs> it's her birthday. That, it is and it's her birthday. birthday. It is my birthday. Woo. Yeah, you guys uh, built something down there in Romeoville. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> We've expanded. We've had our anniversary party. We've got big things. Yeah, Brandy's here. Uh, gotta love the uh, yeah the, the boys Jason and Dan down there. You guys got a new brew house. I mean, a lot, there's a lot of things happening at Metal Monkey right now. Yeah, we're trying to keep up. We keep uh, expanding. Things are going faster, and we're just trying to can. We got a new sales girl that's really selling a lot of beer, and we're just going crazy. Are you talking about Metal Monkey Sarah? Metal, Metal Monkey, Monkey Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> she's she's a lot of fun. She's really sweet. Yeah, so that's that's really it. We're just having fun and booking events and hanging out so how'd you end up here today um i know a lot of the ladies through the guild through the industry things like that and i was actually supposed to be gone because it was my birthday (laughs) and jason was talking to emily and kind of asked me if i would be interested in coming and hanging out today for my birthday it seems like a good gift, right? <laughs> Man, this is this pretty savage group of ladies here brewing beer. Yeah. And you can't really beat that for a birthday. Nope. I said, what else was I going to do besides drink more beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good way to spend a birthday, right? Starting yeah. at 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Hey, there were donuts and other things. To pre- um, I mean, there to were precursors. Fair, one bagel. Yeah, there's yeah the, the bagels. Many more empty beer cans some, than some very carb conscious people uh, in this room all of a sudden, huh? I know. I was like, hmm, I'm not gonna eat that right now. Cause I'm gonna drink beer instead. There you go. There's grain and beer. It's the same thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's all yeah. breakfast. Maggie, 
Maggie, you know it's been a long time coming. I've been waiting to put you in front of a microphone for about a year and a few months now. I'm happy to have you. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Maggie was working the bar while we did the first episode of this show at Iron and Glass. And then like towards the end of the first episode, she got a keg like pop all over her oh, while so she's bad. bringing us beer. And I was just like, man, I've had Kristen and, and uh, Eric on. I, just, I, I needed Maggie. Here I am. Get that mic closer to your face, though, okay. so the people can hear you. There so, Maggie, how did you end up here today? I mean, you're the one that basically organized the fact that I'm here. So, so you know. for my, we always do like a little thing for our birthday. Um, and for my first birthday, when we had the shop open, I wanted to have a beer on that was brewed by a woman. And the proceeds went to uh, Mutual Ground Women's Shelter in Aurora. And so I was like, what local breweries have women brewers? <laughs> and so I found Emily. So that's how Emily and I got connected. Um, and then her and I have just kind of talked and tried many times to like get women in beer together and it's so difficult to coordinate so emily took the reins on this one and did awesome and here we all are it's it's an understatement if i've ever heard i know yeah Yeah. she's amazing so and we're drinking wort while i'm sitting here too that was my first time drinking wort. yeah she went all out yeah she's doing awesome so very educational experience which is great well you reached out to me and said hey we're doing this thing and then i reached out to emily and emily i emily was so excited that you even thought this she's like oh my god i can't believe maggie thought to do that that's so cool like yes we definitely well, want to do that so many like, times about doing something about women in craft yeah, what, like beer because january i think we talked about yeah, something a while back we're it's definitely an interesting topic so i was like well what better place to set up then and it works out yeah i mean there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things in this kind of uh, realm when you're talking about women in beer that we could get into. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know how deep you guys want to go. I mean, do you guys? We, we talked a little bit when Vicky was sitting with us and Katie, and uh, we talked a little bit about kind of like the the way it's progressing and the way it has been and it even still is. You know, uh, you work in a front of house at Iron Glass. Yeah. I'm sure you get people that are like, "Can I get somebody that knows what they're talking oh about?" My Rather, right there. Okay. <laughs> so it's a real thing. Like it's yeah. okay. We can yeah. talk about it. Yeah. You're not going to offend anyone by you know. Like, it's a conversation that I think should be had. Yeah. And no. you guys shouldn't be afraid to say like, yeah, it kind of pisses me off that sometimes you don't yeah, think 100%. that I know what I'm talking about when I say it. Yeah. yeah there's a my favorite story is like one of our regular customers who, I mean, I didn't I didn't know them at the time. She comes in and she goes, she goes, oh, so which one do you belong to? Excuse you? Hey. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> she was like, which one? I was like, oh, do you mean my husband, Eric? Like, I don't belong mm-hmm. to either one. <laughs> um, but there's just, there's always just like a little something. And like, there'll be, when we first opened, um, we had a, like, there nothing. Like, there was nothing. We weren't painted or anything yet. And I was sitting in there and we had started meeting with distributors. And Eric did a lot of it when we first opened because he quit his job first. So he was in the store the most. Um, so he was like meeting with distributors and one distributor walked in and he was like, oh, hey, is Eric here? And I was like, oh, no, he's not here right now. I'm Maggie. How can I help you? And he just like literally walked out, like didn't even like give me the time of day, just walked out. Ouch. And it's like, OK, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fine. But yeah, there, I mean, it all comes with the territory, I think. I think people are you get used to it, but it's fun to have a little punch back every now and then when you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I s- I was pouring at a beer fest with my boyfriend at the time who wasn't behind the bar and somebody came up and asked about something about one of our beers and was directing it towards him and he's like I don't really know much about this beer but she can tell you everything and the guy held up his hand 
and was like, no, unless you can tell me about this beer, I'm not drinking it. And he's like, I can't really tell you. Like, what? she's the person. And he turned around and walked away. How do you deal with that? I, I was just yeah. like. I don't uh, even know. Yeah. You just kind of let it roll. Yeah. I, like, we, like, laughed about yeah. it. We're like, all right, cool. Like, so since he can't describe everything about this beer, you're mm-hmm. just going to, like, hold your hand up and walk away. Like, all right. It's confusing. It's confusing. But those people exist still. They mm-hmm. do. They do. They do. And we're just living with them. It's less and less, I think. It is, yeah. Yeah? Uh, which is That's nice. That's what I'm wondering. Like, are you seeing that kind of decrease almost? I don't know. I mean, I see it decrease, but maybe because maybe it's just me. It doesn't happen any like as much anymore. Um, but there's definitely been times where, you know, I'll just go to a beer, a beer bar, not a brewery because I know pretty much everybody at the brewery <laughs> yeah. um, breweries but you know and I'll just kind of play dumb not even dumb but just hey tell me what do you recommend or whatever and you just get you know this this mansplain of we've got a, sh- a shandy um, <laughs> I was going to say you, anything uh, with fruit in it right? yeah. offer you things with fruit in it. or give me something <laughs> so horrible and like really you know and sometimes it's fun though then to almost let them know then what your experience is and everything you do know and you see their jaw drop and then you make them look like a fool because for the most part they like don't know the first one thing that has it. like a wine kind of feel to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I see it. I see it all the time. I mean, I do yeah. like shandies though. So in fruit beer, yeah, I think that's like part of it is it's like some of me, like I don't want to order a fruit beer because like, I don't yeah. want them to be like, Oh, this girl's just ordering a fruit beer. I'm like, but it tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder that too. Like, is, is that go through your mind too? Where it's like, I think we talked a little bit about like overcompensating for things. It's like, you're consciously, it's playing into your decision just it's to order a fucking beer. Totally. Like, oh, yeah. Seriously. Like right? it totally does. Cause you just like, I don't want to look like the fucking asshole. Here right. The <laughs> right. I mean, it goes back I to like, like even being at Starbucks. Like, right. Like, be, and like, be like, oh, this girl's gonna order a caramel. Yeah. Here comes her. Here comes the PSL. And it, yeah, exactly. And spice. it's like I don't want to be that. But then, whatever. You like what you like and own it. There are so many people who like look at the untapped ratings and then look at the beer they're gonna order and like they won't order it because and or they're embarrassed to say they like something mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. the rating. And that was was cool. We did that blind tasting, that vanilla yeah, that stout was, flight. That was cool. And, and it was, was like jealous. people didn't know what they were drinking and so to see how they were rating it and talking about it totally changed because they don't know what other people thought of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's it's actually funny to listen to people when they, you know, especially like a beer fest or like phobab, right? And you hear oh my gosh. I'll just <laughs> sit and listen and you hear people like, Oh and I'm like, Do you like it just because everybody else likes it or because you really do like it? You know, and it's sometimes you see some of these. I mean, every beer from in their amazing beers, beer aged. So open, many great beers, right? There. You'll yeah. never get an opportunity to have these beers like they were only made just for that, and nobody's in line for them, you know. And they're in these. I'm like, you don't know what you're missing. Right. Like those are the beers that I'll go and try, and I'm like. Like Black Horizon had that that like gin barrel aged <laughs> ale of some sort. And I was like, what in the fuck is this? It's so good. <laughs> and there's nobody waiting for that beer. Like, I'm telling you, the know? secret is go to the beer that doesn't have the long lines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or you just get a bunch of people to randomly wait in a line for something and just start something there, too. Yeah. I don't know. And then ever that would totally work, I bet. You it's get cheap. like 15 people just yeah. to stand oh, at yeah. one booth and see what happens. Like just gather a crowd don't they say that for beer releases they're like just get like a really long outside of of a brewery that's not even having a beer release and just see how many people like just market on social media and come and they totally would stand in line for nothing no (laughs) it's it's so funny we're all sheep 
I spent like ten minutes there. To, to, I was in the it was in the the main area at Fobab. I'm like, I need to go to the sour room for like a good hour just to just to get this yeah. out of me right now. There's just yeah, one after another, just line, line, line. You go to the sour room. There's like ten people. It's like, like it's boom. not hot and sweaty yeah, in there. You're just having like all these great <laughs> beers that are super refreshing. And like, how come nobody knows about this place? This right? <laughs> we have signage everywhere, but <laughs> yeah. guess not. I don't know. So uh, what's what's your role uh, with the Brewers Guild? Like, what's kind of your day to day type stuff? Uh, uh, so I would probably um, I handle all of the membership management. Um, so um, I call the Brewers all my children and uh, all of our other members aside from uh, breweries, and then um, event all the event planning. So beer under glass that'll be May tenth. So coming up in a few months here. Um, and then Jesus. craft beer week. Already? I was just like, oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, right? It's happening again. It just means warm weather, too. Oh, yeah. that's true. Or rainy weather. Yeah, like rain. That was fun. <laughs> I'll take as long as there's a sun still sometimes. Good. Yeah. Get this tan back. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, events and festivals. And um, so beer under glass and then craft beer week. And then we have a conference in July. And then Fobab is an uh, animal in itself. So that yeah. planning starts in July. Um so, kind of a trick of all trades. Where's the uh, Where's the convention at? This UIC. This UIC. UIC Forum again. Okay. Um, they've been easy for us to work with. We could know that facility like the back of our hand. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so, which is nice. So that'll be the our third conference, second year at UIC. Okay. Got to give a shout out to uh, Kristen Tassie too. She does a great job for getting me stuff, getting <laughs> the Brewers Guild and that organized. She does a great job. Um, do you guys have like? Is there actively like things that are p- everyone's aware of that are happening to kind of snuff out some of the stuff we talked about to kind of like let's let's work towards growing and progressing in education versus you know just dealing with it like just I guess I'll just deal with the kind of misogyny type you know it's, I don't want to go too harsh on it but you know just yeah there's it's definitely tilted in one direction now is there something that's being you know thought about or discussed or is it just kind of like we just got to deal with it. One day, maybe it'll just go away. I mean, it's never going to just go away on its own. It's not. Like, the only thing that would work is to do something. But like I said, Emily and I have tried to, like, it's hard to, like, plan something where people, everyone can get together. Everyone can do something. Right. And it's almost like we're just, you just have to pick a day a month where, like, everyone can actually get together and do something. And I mean, the Pink Boot Society is here. Uh, but the Chicago chapter just reopened in six months ago. So, like, that hasn't even been an outlet for women in beer in the Chicagoland area anyways um so I think no there's not anything right now it's just to deal with it as it goes okay, there's spitballed ideas out there like wait what, what are some of the things that you think would actually kind of shift a little bit is it I think doing things like we're doing today and like doing a tab takeover where I think I mean I hate to say it but I think that consumers hear that a beer was brewed by a girl and assume it's not going to be good. You think so? A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. Joe, you're a you very a different mass. animal. It's a mass, right? It's kind of like a numbers thing. It's like yeah. the majority of, is going to be. Right. Okay. Yeah, like if like, anybody's ever met Emily, I mean, I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, it's probably fucking good. You yeah. Know? Like, right. <laughs> like this girl knows what's up. Yeah. And There's just not enough Emily's is what it what kind of comes right. down well, to. Right. Well, and like, like, I mean, if you meet a lot of brewers, they're not out. I mean, I guess, no, if you meet female brewers, they're not like these outspoken, like, let me be the front uh, of the camera, mm -hmm. 
people. Like that's I find that not with a lot of the men are. too. It, right. Like, like it's Dan. just Dan's like you know Dan's yeah totally he's a quiet like, even Jason. I uh-huh. mean yeah. they're just they're like, like here you go you can talk. go and talk <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it's just not who they are. And I mean even if you look at like like Eric will go in front of the camera and it's fine, but like Colt hates it. Yeah. So oh, it's I know. like they don't. He doesn't even like the not camera. Just no, audio. Yeah. He does not a fan. He does not like being. But it's just not their personalities, and so I think we don't have enough women representing. In themselves in the industry like I think that that would be a big but you deal with brewers a lot more than I mean they're her children you didn't hear her I did children hear that. <laughs> yeah but like we have sales and like more have female sales reps that'll come in right right but but is that a is that a gentle face coming through the door is that like what is that right I mean, or like that, our distributor reps are like female but like don't they don't educate them in craft beer they're just coming and like these are the beers that we have do you want some well that's always a weird <laughs> thing too because it's like did they the male or female distributors right. it's like where did you come that's from like what's your background like are you, are you a spirits and wine person right. you're just i just gotta do this because that's where my sales are at like i just have to be here right. you know you know that's all yeah like you said that's, that's a, a whole that's different a whole fucking world podcast, to, to, deal, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. deal with but but i mean like people like vicky like vicky seems like she could be a great ambassador for things like this like yeah. you you look like you could be a great ambassador for this you know um just being able to kind of make that headway and, and just Explore like it's not like anybody in this fucking industry has time to do anything to fix anything outside of what their role is, you know. Yeah, I think it's just easier to go with your head down and just like get it done, do your job. And I think that's a lot of what the industry is. Like I'm just here to do a good job and just work, work. Just uh, yeah. I kind of look at it as like just got a ton of shit to do, and I don't really uh, care either way if you want to respect me or not. Like you don't want to respect me. I mean I. Right. That's, I don't that's have time on for you. you. That's, fine. <laughs> like, right. that's your problem. Yeah. But when you need my help, that's I mean, the thing is when people see it getting done, they're like, "Oh, I, I get it now." But just getting them to see it is the hard part because right. they don't get to see behind the curtain and you know uh, what's going on in the back and how all this stuff comes together and who's pulling the strings on it. You know. And yeah, I think there's a lot of guys in um, in the brewing industry that have a lot of respect for women. Absolutely. And I don't think that it comes from really inside the industry I think we have a lot of support growing mm-hmm. more and more and more where the uh, men in the industry are really trying to advocate for the women in the industry because you know they see the hard work they see that we're just as capable um, on a lot of aspects and it, you know there's really no difference so that's the amazing thing and I think it's just that extra step of going out for you know the regular public to see that like that there is really there's no difference you know you don't you wouldn't know at Skeleton Key what your John brewed versus what one Emily right. brewed so right. But do you really care? Are you going to ask that? Like, do you, does that matter to you, or is it really cool that there's a man and a woman both doing the same job? You know, and nobody knows making amazing products, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, nobody knows more than John the the value, like you know, and the the, the complete indifference of, of of the two sexes in in this wor- in this in this space where you brew. You know, uh, he's you know he's a great proponent of that. And then the guys like uh, just specifically some people like Trevor uh, up at OIB at Old Irving. I mean, he I know he did the pink boot stuff last year, and he had all all of them in Yakima. Yakima gets the hop together. I mean, like. There's, there's advocates out there, I hope. You know, there's a lot of people. Yeah, I think, like, like you said, it's not within the industry. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's right. really the it's issue. It's the outside. It's, yeah, it's the public yeah. and just it's getting the perception, it out I guess, there. Too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No. And the that's assumption. Why, yeah, yeah the exactly. Assumption. I think, there like, that's go. why having, like, an event where we have all the beers on tap and the brewers come and hang out and people can talk to them and get to know them, I think that that's a big proponent of it. Yeah, agreed. The more support 
from each other, you know, mm-hmm. especially I think in the, you know, how do we, how do we continue this? How do we grow this? And I think it's just also the word of mouth. Like when this event was even happening, I mean, I know that everybody was kind of even reaching out to people that weren't initially, you know, talked like, to oh, about you it. Forgot it was this like, person. holy oh, crap, yeah, her, who yeah. else can we, you know, talk to? And it, it's hard. Everybody has crazy schedules and Sundays are usually the day where everybody's kind of like, all right, it's like our one day to <laughs> not think about beer, <laughs> do anything like I'm just going to be in my sweatpants watching Netflix all day. Is there a problem with that? And I don't drink think beer. so. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think that the more that we, you know, continue to come together and we, you know, this industry is a family more than anything. And I think the more that we bring each other together and still invite, you know, it's not just about the, the women we, you know, we invite the men to come too, just Absolutely. as we'd hope that for any event, like, mm-hmm. you know, we all come together and we all support each you guys other. let me in. Nobody's yelled at me yet. Right? Nobody's done anything. <laughs> Still <laughs> early. It's that, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's like a We're lot. only an hour <laughs> and 20 minutes into the podcast, guys. This, there's still room for this. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. I think that, um, at least from what I've seen in the last five years, and even before just being part of the guild, the involvement of women is just increasing at an awesome rate. Uh, and you see them in bigger and bigger roles, and you also see kind of the importance of us. I mean, yeah, let's face it, we keep shit together. There's a yeah, lot of shit goodness. that needs to be organized <laughs> to make all of this shit happen. I mean, well, and, and, and I'm not saying that one can do it better than the other, but I mean, yeah, you guys tend to be better at, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say it totally. I mean, you can say it. No, and I feel like, too, like, I... I homebrewed and things like that and like new people and new Dan and Jason before Metal Monkey was actually open but not until I actually met Katie and started helping her for festivals with the guild and everything did I meet all of these other like amazing women that I now call really close friends and kind of see where we're all growing and what we all ultimately want it to be um, so I just think it's a really great thing that we have going on here and really promote all of us and you know we all work together to make our names out there and show what we can do i mean how do you guys balance that kind of uh if you look if you even zoom out just from beer just just in the world in general like you know uh politics all that stuff what you're seeing in america right now like do you balance that kind of uh like you were talking about we we don't care if you know we'll bring a man in here too that's fine like it's not an it's not an exclusive in in exclude you you know type thing like how do you balance that because you see sometimes in the landscape today it's like to be pro-women means to be only pro-women or to be pro you know like it's it's people just miss this middle ground somehow like which i believe this is where this industry lays is in that middle ground of like we should all be helping each other not just you know just support women and that means men are not allowed to be a part of this thing like right did people take that stance in this world or oh i think so i think even five years ago, um, you know, I believe that everybody just works together better. We all help each other and mean nobody knows everything. So there's things that, you know, we know that the men wouldn't know and and vice versa. And um, I don't ever think it should just be all women, all men. It's a collaborative thing. Seems Um, dumb, right? It seems like, like a counterproductive or, you know. This... Brewing, you know, and collaboration is huge in brewing. I mean, it's you're, you're collaborating with other breweries, you're collaborating with other people, other ideas, other recipes, and so it just makes sense to collaborate with one another and right. and not make it just a women only, men only. You know, you make it a group thing. Now, where where that, you know, I can see the 
the goal of a, a, a woman brew day is where the women are leading the brew day, right? And not looking for someone to step above and, and go, oh, no, 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 you're, you're doing that wrong, or let me take over, like... Being mansplained. Mansplained, <laughs> like, if you want to get beaten, sure. I love it. You know, get up on the brew deck and tell Emily what she's doing wrong, yeah. and, like, we'll probably throw so you, you in did there. did hear, uh, <laughs> this is the issue right here. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah. So that, that, I think, is just... And that's annoying for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a man or woman, when someone kind of oversteps and is mm-hmm. like, yeah. let me tell you how it should be done, and you're like, let me tell you to sit down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's where I think the importance of kind of having everybody together and just understand the roles and what, what, you know, we're looking for, you know, John's here definitely today to, to support and make sure that, especially as we're doing this podcast and other, everybody's mm-hmm. kind of chit chat and stuff that there isn't something that gets missed, gets missed or if Emily needs help, you know, and like mm-hmm. we're not there to, to be able to help her at that moment that he's there and, and he's doing a great job just kind of sitting yeah. behind and Emily tells him what to do, and he's like, all right. Yeah, some of the stuff you don't want to do, I mean, he's checking some pH on the, off to the side. He's that, you know, he's, doing the little things that's all that's it's he's perfectly making that doing that support role and when you're talking about like a woman leading the brew day it's not like you're talking about we just want a woman to lead it just to lead it as a novelty thing it's like she has the skill set to be this leader i think that's a uh an important point like i think that people see it as a novelty still right. sometimes and like i think getting past that novelty like point we're, where we're it's we're just letting, we're letting her take this one we'll let her right. take this and like one with emily thing. clearly like, that's not the case like she yeah. brew so she much yeah no, <laughs> but like in a really amazing way um and so i think like that novelty of like oh we're gonna do an all what could you imagine if someone was like guys we are going to have an all men's brew day. Can you believe it? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Listen to this. Surrounded by idiots. Episode <laughs> takeover. 59. But like, when did you ever mention like, we have all men here today, everybody yes. leading the brew. Like, God, like it's, it's like the fact that, Whoa, it's the, only dudes. <laughs> like this the fact that we day. still have to point out that like, mm-hmm. Oh, a woman is leading the brew day today. And this that's a, a big deal. This was a debate that's for me, for me today was even like, do I even do this? Cause then I feel like I'm being part of the problem. <laughs> I'm like drawing attention like no. we're making this thing about like it's just about your sex right now it's just about the fact that your gender is a female like but but I also think that pink boots is a worthy thing to kind of get out there and, and let people listen to it and it's not like I'm going to touch a million people with this but there's going to be a thousand people that listen to this and you know they might be looking for this beer and then that hopefully will turn and turn support you know scholarships and then you know it makes it easier for people to get into this world it's not inti- is intimidating now like and then you know people that meet you at metal monkey probably are like oh shit like i can do that like uh, like what she's doing looks fun and looks like you know it's not this intimidating thing where it's like a dude's world and that's you know i wouldn't even know how to start like i wouldn't even know how to begin outside of like serving the beer you know there's but, more to me than the mohawk right like <laughs> Hundred percent. Like it's yeah. It's, you do have some pretty awesome hair, you and do. you you change it a lot, right? And yes, it's, yeah, all the time. It's pretty badass. Have fun with it, right? That's the whole industry. Throw chicken and beer and wa- or chicken and waffles and beer. Like that's that's what's we'll going what on happens. right now. <laughs> Let's put some lucky charms and some shit. Yep. I mean, this is that we're in, we're in a crazy fun time in beer right now. So, uh, women are a part of it. You know, and that's kind of they're a big deal as why it's driving forward. I feel like beer releases for breweries wouldn't go well without women being involved in some, some <laughs> way, shape, or right? Because it's like chaos as it is. Uh, to not have that well-planned out and logistically thought out. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's some dudes that can do it, too. But for the most part, to me, in beer, planning and tasting beer are a women's game. 
men can talk all the shit they want about, oh, I get these notes, that note. Every time I hand my wife a beer, she tastes like nine things I can't taste. I'm like, God damn it. Like, and I'm like, she says it, I'm like, yeah, I taste it now. God damn it. Well, that's even like our anniversary party. Like, everybody knows, like, the beers we were releasing and Dan and Jason, and I was just like, I'm just going to stand over here. We're like, this whole event just happened. Like, you mm-hmm. were saying with, like, releases. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Ah, everybody knows, like, the beer that's brewed, but nothing else that yeah. goes into those events and releases and parties. We're very focused. on like, this is our part of it, and then that's it. <laughs> you guys take in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And how it all goes together. What's that not being seen part of, like, the planner? Like like you said, no one pays attention yeah. to, like... till I that. stand on the yeah. brew deck and I'm like, okay, the party's over, you must leave now. Yeah, leave now, <laughs> someone has to clean this up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I need to clean this place so we can open tomorrow. Emily's looking around. I don't know if she's coming for you guys or she's... Do you need them? Do you need some people? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> she's coming. She's coming for the most important. I, was like, I, part I saw her nice. beeline for the beer, guys. I, know, I, mean, you know, I should have known. I should have known. The uh, Bloody Marys. Wait, where's Catherine? That was, that was like there. a bold move. I like it. It's a smooth she, ass move. Right? She, she, she thought knew the she time. needed them. I love she it. She knew the time. She also made homemade muffins. I found Stop out as well. It. Yeah. And they're in my are those my homemade? direct yes. eyesight. <laughs> yeah. And in I the little sure. jar is I all see, like, the little... Pickle, yeah, like, for your bloodies. Yeah. Jesus it is Christ. A, yeah, see, that's why you need women around, Y'all Joe. We bring right. Bloody Marys and like pickle right. skewers and she homemade to, muffins. All the accoutrements. The they had their goodies. parade yesterday. So oh, she, the Forest Park okay. St. Patrick's okay. Day Parade. So she was here and then needed to go nap. So oh she God. just <laughs> left it all. She brought the essentials. She left us in good hands. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, that's. I saw that and I was like... I like it. Stepping it up with that. The spread was second to none when you walked in. I mean, there's there's swag sitting on the table right. next Where to those hats going. So next to I dangerous waivers. I, mean, I'm I was sure just gonna say here. how many collab like brew days that happen actually do have waivers. Yeah. We're, Emily, <laughs> we're so like, prepared. It's amazing. You guys aren't suing me. You and an agenda. Like yeah, there's like an yeah. agenda. She sent out an email yesterday, which was like, make sure you wear non-slip shoes. You're gonna need glasses. Like it mm-hmm. was. Straight plus up. a bucket of glasses. Yeah. yeah. yeah be here at this time. We're mashing in at this yeah. time. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and it the started right. on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, this has been a clockwork piece right here. It's really it's really going along nicely. Food at this time. <laughs> yeah, we, we know when the time. pop-ups come in. <laughs> yeah, right. You guys are you guys' responsibilities are kicking in here soon to be serving the customer's wart. I think they open it do they open at noon? Yeah, they open mm-hmm. at noon. You guys at some point should be she handing out wart. wart out. I know we got yeah. some, but I think yeah. to to patrons Patron. as well. Oh. Yeah. Well yeah, we put ten minutes like, they open the doors. Yeah. Do you guys want some time to kind of go wander? Like we can stop for a little while and maybe we can re- recruit some newbies and uh, you guys can kind of mingle. I don't want to take up all your time. Sure. Yeah, that works. All right. Thanks, y'all. We'll take a quick break and we'll grab some more people. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Joe. All right. So we got a fresh batch of folks in chairs now. Um, let's go around and introduce everybody, first of all, some new voices for the listeners to hear. So let's start over here with Heidi. I'm Heidi Burke. I'm one of the owners of Skellywag Brewing, which will be opening up very soon in Westmont. Very, very soon. Where at yes. Westmont are you guys going to be at? On Cass, uh, block north of the train station. Block so north of the train right station right downtown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The burbs. Yes. Blowing up. I'm Amanda Wright from Workforce Brewing Company in Plainfield. Veteran. Veteran, veteran. Been on the show before and are awesome. <laughs> 
And I'm Demi Grounds. I work at Omega Yeast Labs as a yeast propagation technician. Okay, wait. I'm already I'm already curious. What's that? What are you what are you what are you propagating some yeast, huh? Yeah. So I do everything from working in the lab to uh, getting the starters going to working production. So filling the tanks and you know personally packaging up all the yeast packages and sending them out to the commercial brewers. Okay, I'm I'm already interested in how you how you got into that. Like, where did that come from? Just a science background, and you're um, like, oh, this is something I can do. Yeah, so I studied biology, and I've always been kind of into the brewing industry. I actually uh, started out over at Church Street, so Lisa over there kind of got my foot in the door, and it, it was great working in the tap room, and eventually she uh, she allowed me to work in the brewery, so yeah. <laughs> eventually she allowed you, huh? <laughs> you had to earn your way in, huh? Yeah, well, I, I needed to prove that I could lift a 50-pound grain bag. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I put on some muscles since, muscle now, since huh? the time that I started, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how'd you get hooked up with Omega? Um, honestly, just brewing connections. So uh, Lisa and Lance are friends, and yeah, she uh, put in a good word for me, but... Lance I've always been really interested in what they've been doing over there. Yeah, Lance is a good dude. He, yeah, he blew my mind when he was on the show. He just had a, just he's just a smart guy. And I know Amanda, you've had him for Tech Talks at uh, Brewworks, right? Yeah, totally. Chicago Brewworks. We do uh, Tech Talks. He's come in a couple times, and we've done experiments and brewing with him with new yeast and stuff. So it's fun to play around with what he's got going on. They always have something cooking there. Like the, I think the last time when I talked to him, a lot of that, uh, that Kavec, uh, was, was getting big. Like the, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the strains that are like fermenting at 90 degrees. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people have been trying those out. Uh, definitely. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. always something like cutting edge coming out of Omega. And it's so cool that it's like local, right? And uh, everybody uses them for the most, mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm sure they get yeast from other places, but feels like omega is kind of the top dog here in chicago yeah um, nice yeah. and uh, central to a lot of the breweries too so yeah. it's really easy for people to the hop newest in their car. strain that you guys just released was actually a brewing experiment that we did with him a year or two probably two years ago we did uh, about eight different beers with a bunch of different yeast strains and that was one of the winners that came out of that that's awesome so. i know i always have this vision of like when when omega or like one of these yeast makers comes out with something new is it like beer nerds going to like wait in line for a beer that the brewer's like yes new new yeast to play with is it like a new toy for everybody absolutely absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> simple answer absolutely we have some p- fun playing with it too oh i'm sure Got you do a little pilot system and yeah now is there a lot of uh, is there a lot of women in that in that field with you at omega or are you, you actually kinda, yes yeah. we uh we have a lot of women working with us um we've got bianca who's the queen of the lab she's our <laughs> lab manager is that on her card it should definitely be on her <laughs> it card. should be yeah. it totally should be queen bee of the lab um, we uh, just brought on Laura Burns from uh, Great Central. She's heading our research and development department. So it'll be really cool to see what she comes up with. So is it like a white coat operation over there? I mean, you guys look like scientists while you're, in, while you're doing this stuff, or is it just kind of like a more casual atmosphere and I'm just blowing this out in my head too much? Um, I'm picturing I, like I think a lot you're of blowing white, it out in your yeah, head I'm a little bit like too a much. I'm picturing a lot yeah. of white coats and a lot of white walls and very like sterile environment. Where um, maybe in the lab. Yeah. But okay. the rest of it is just a regular production facility. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, the new spot with that new lab is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's definitely like picturesque lab. Lance was talking not about so doing like coats, a like yeah. a tasting type room too. I don't know if that's happening yet or not, but he was talking about like um, some sort it's of a yeah down the road. It, like it's the in the works. Okay. There's there's a lot yet to be kind of figured out and announced, but okay, yep. okay. 
So, I mean, what's a day like this for you guys like? You know, we, we got different perspectives at the table. We have somebody from the East World. Heidi, uh, you're just getting started. Amanda, you've been in it, I don't know what, six, seven years now you guys have been rolling? Yep. Uh, like, so what, what does a day like this mean to each of you? I mean, starting with Omega, like is Omega, is this the yeast they're using Omega? Yeah, uh-huh. actually we're, uh, we're using the new Yovru Lithuanian farmhouse yeast that, uh, we got from Aldona from Yovru. Oh, you know uh, what they, yeah, she had, Memley mentioned at the beginning with about the, yeah. the woman, the woman, she's a brewer out in Lithuania and mm-hmm. this is like a strain she's been working with. Yeah. It's impressive. Yep. So how do you get that over here? Is it like a, you're duplicating it or is it sent over and you guys kind of. Uh, um, grow it. So typically we would receive a, a culture and then we would culture it in-house and then we propagate it from there. So yeah, I, I think if you sent it over from Lithuania, the yeast would be long dead before yeah. we received okay. it. But uh, yeah. All right. And then uh, like from your perspective, Amanda, you've been in this world. I'm guessing you've done Pink Boots events and things in the past. Actually, I haven't. No. Oh, wow. I know. That's shocking. first. That's, well, it's when you come around uh, to the western suburbs. It's a uh, southwest bird. It's hard mm-hmm. to, yeah, uh, it's hard to get into the city. And I know the chapter um, is on the up and up, like trying to do more stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to the last 15 months I've been uh, a little preoccupied with our what? baby Mabes. I don't know what you're talking about. Mabe the babe. So it feels good to be out on a mommy day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is <laughs> good. You know what? I've got to say, to be honest, I haven't seen you outside without Mabes with you at all. It's I've seen you a lot of times, yeah. you know, whether it be in your it's tap nice. room or out, on the, uh, out and about. But Mabes does everything. She yes. goes everywhere. Uh, well, we even contemplated like her first brew day. I mean, mm-hmm. it could have been today. Yeah, it could have been. Today. <laughs> but that's what okay. better way to get him started? I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, you should be. You should be enjoying yourself. I mean, but she goes to concerts, Bluegrass Fest. She's a RV dweller. I mean, she knows. Yeah. What she knows what's she, up already. She knows. Yeah, totally. But it's nice to have us all out. I, we see each other at events and stuff, but we don't normally do things just ourselves, which is nice to see mm-hmm. all of us together hanging out today. Brewing. Yeah, I'm enjoying just watching the social aspect of this. Like, just people that I, I know for sure, like, not all of you guys know each other that well. I mean, mm-hmm. but it just, it looks like natural clicking conversation where everybody's just kind of grouping up and talking, just having conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be cool, right? Just for the relationships and the learning and all that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> So now, Heidi, you're like the newbie here. You're going to be, yes. you know, you're getting into the world now. You guys have been building out for a while, right? Yes, for a lot longer than we expected. Well, that's usually the case, um, isn't yeah. it? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's been one of the things, you know, we've been relating with some of the other brewery owners here, um, talking about, and other people um, working here, that, um, you know, the the construction never goes as you plan it, and it's been, you know, it's been it's been really good talking with other people like Katie from Wolfden, who who could relate very much to some of the the problems that we've been going through. And so, do you guys have ghosts at your place too? Because <laughs> no. Katie has ghosts at her. No, place. I know. I heard about uh-huh. all that. That yeah. was. We don't have ghosts. We did find a few ham spears. Hams. Um, that were empty and very rusty. But uh, no ghosts, fortunately. So you guys are pretty close then, a few weeks, yes. hopefully? Yeah. All right. We More. have beer brewing, so that is, we're in the final stretch. What's the tap room going to be like? Is it? Um, kind of small, but we have, we're going to have, um, my, my hope is that it's going to be kind of an oasis where people can go and just hang out, relax, um, just get away from the craziness and, um, 
enjoy some beer in good company with their friends. Do you guys have goals for like opening day? Like uh, we can't open unless we have five beers, six beers on tap. Like is that, is that what have you guys um, learned from just kind of talking to people and like? We, yeah, we're 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 projecting to make sure that we have beer, um, several different ones. Um, how much are you guys leaning on people that like have kind of gone through this in the past? You know? Oh, we have we have a major support group, <laughs> um, especially people like Emily, Paul, and John from Skeleton Key. Mm-hmm. They're the best. Yes, <laughs> they are. They're really they have especially great. for hosting this whole thing. Yes, they've they've been a very very helpful source of information all along the way. Um, ever since we started looking into the possibility of actually doing this on our own. Um, so yeah, we have we have definitely a group of breweries that we have gone to for a lot of advice and um, emotional support. Emotional support—that's got to be key, support. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with all you guys, like I know uh, from what Emily has said and, and the people that were on before you guys were, were talking about uh, how this beer is going to be brewed. It's going to be kind of split up for everybody. But do you guys? Anyone have plans on how they're going to see, like, a man at workforce? Do you have plans for it already? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Like, oh, yeah. Is it, like, top secret shit? Like uh, <laughs> no. But um, some people know that I do kombucha. Yes. So we have kombucha on tap Always at the have brewery. <laughs> and we have some stowed away waiting okay. for our variant. So we'll be doing a kombucha blend with possibly fruit um, for the tap room. That's Just awesome. So that was kind of your thing, huh? You were like, oh, yeah. this, is my, this is my decision. I've been I'm like, making this that's one. one thing <laughs> I've been itching at the guy. We usually do a blend with Farmhouse Vultures with our Saison. Mm, um, when I can, you know, strap them down and say we're doing this. But it doesn't normally happen. Um, so this one I'm in charge of and it's happening. <laughs> I love it. Whether they like it or not. That that determination. (laughs) I know when she says that, it's happened. It's like a legit thing. I mean, how how did you feel when you first started everything? You know, you guys started Chicago Brew Works. You know, you guys' early episode with me just talking about, you know, brewing in the kitchen and destroying, you know, countertops and and your home where you're putting holes into the basement to, to run things like you obviously have been supportive along the whole way uh, this journey, but like, how have you seen kind of like your role in your own evolution? You know, as kind of you know, yeah, watching it's, it. It's been hard. It has been really hard because Br- this is Brandon's passion, and I'm along for the ride. I'm very supportive. I've you know, feel like I've been pretty helpful uh, uh, along yeah, the along the, the journey. But um, it's finding my place in the brewery and in the homebrew shop that has been hard for me um just because i i'm also a photographer i have my own thing going on but crazy good photographer by the way thank you lisa showed me some of the stuff you you second shot with you like yeah really fucking talented person thanks yeah we got a lot going on (laughs) so um once the once we moved to the plainfield location with the homebrew shop and started the brewery we knew that there there was a need for me to help and it was just finding the right uh, avenue for me to step in. Obviously, it was like Brandon's deal, and like everyone knows Brando, and we're coming to see Brando, Brando's and like House I was like this yeah, <laughs> silent killer in the back trying to keep it all afloat. 
And I think that's finally coming up uh, where people know how much I do and how much uh, goes into both businesses. So it's, I would say, like, you know, opening the new tap room and um, doing more events and social media and marketing and all that stuff has allowed me to shine with what kind of I've been doing for the last, you know, six years. But allowing that, like, especially the special event stuff and, like, the programming and um, events that we have going on in the tap room, private events, all that is kind of my, my domain. And I love it. And it's kind of blossomed for me. So I can kind of, like, find my place. You know, it's I don't brew, so... The front of house stuff is, is definitely my specialty and what I enjoy anyways. And it's nice to have be the person in front of that and people know that I'm doing that um, rather than just like doing it. But everyone thinks Brando does it because he does everything. If anybody's so. met Brando, they're like, he's not doing that. Yeah. He's, not, he's worried about what's in the tanks and what's coming out of the tanks. And then Amanda pretty much has yeah. the wheel Somebody from there. Somebody is yeah. doing the back end, uh-huh. but now it's nice that people know it's me or Lisa or, you know, like our support of our staff. Um, people have gotten to know the other brewers. Oh, and Lisa, know you that mean the one that doesn't drink, but it's right. like an integral yeah. role in a brewery yeah, yeah, yeah. slash uh, brew shop. Totally. She knows her shit, too. It's just hilarious. I love totally. I love listening to her like, explain yeast to people and different things. And then and nobody knows she doesn't really drink beer or anything. Right. <laughs> she was kind of forced into the situation and took it took it by the handlebars and she's mm-hmm. been doing an awesome job um, but it's nice that it's the company has blossomed bigger than Brando everyone loves Brando but there's a lot of people that make it happen and people know everyone now and it's it's really awesome to like have a team rather than everyone thinking it's just Brando yeah I've gotten to, s- to deal with you specifically just through two avenues of like the bottle shop thing now and before just with the podcast and setting up events so like I knew the shit you were doing <laughs> like just like the smallest slice of it too you know it's so i was always impressed with you and the way you manage it all and it's like it's not like you're you're like rigid and rude like you're you're an awesome loose person but you're very tight and good with how to do it like you're very good plan emily with this itinerary remember you totally. and i said you and i set up the the adjunct stout talk at your place and you had this all laid out and it was organized and it was like oh my god like i'm like I'm not putting enough effort into this because Amanda's basically taking the reins on this thing and make it easy on me, you know, as the podcast coming in. So I appreciate what you do. And I'm sure people know that now at the at workforce because it's just killing it. And you have a unique situation where it's like Chicago Brewworks and workforce. Right. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Yeah. It's like so, you have a lot of plates in the air. Yeah. And that's what Brandon's always said from the start is like, man, if I like... Although we love the homebrew shop, I and mean, that's like our passion of how we started everything. It's an amazing community. We have awesome customers that are giving us inspiration for the brewery. But he, you know, oftentimes the two of us are like, man, if all we had to do was just brew beer and people show up and drink it, <laughs> the like, life. that's so the easy. life you could be living. But, I mean, it's not easy for a lot of, you know, breweries. But we got a lot going on with the homebrew shop and managing everything and employee. We got, you know, 18 employees. and That's it's crazy. A, it's a lot, a lot going on, but we're having a lot of fun. And we have a lot of great staff that are allowing us to uh, have fun at work. And that's what, you know, getting Brandon back to the brew house and brewing more and, and working on new projects. We just got a cool ship in. 
That's crazy. We got a cannon line. Wow. I saw the wild goose kid un- unveiled. That was, that was pretty nice. Yeah, so it's, it's good to see him excited about new projects rather than just churning and burning and mm-hmm. like keeping up. Mm-hmm. So we're tra- we're kind of on the tip of that iceberg of getting back to our roots of doing new things and experimental stuff rather than just brewing formerly known as every day. Yeah got to be hard to find time to slay hogs in wisconsin and then also build mini ramps in your uh, brewery yeah. as well we we'll make it happen <laughs> we make it happen. <laughs> it's happening it's <laughs> happening all over but you guys got a great support staff too with jake and jake and you know that that whole crew that runs around that brew house totally well omega yeast i mean let's talk some more about about omega yeast so uh, what, what can we expect to get off of this uh, are you a beer are you a beer person too i mean you're a big connoisseur of, of the the beer life as well or just you're just in it for the yeast Yes and no. I'm uh, I'm more of a science person, and I'm mostly in this to learn a little bit more about beer science, which I have gradually. But <laughs> it, yeah. Do you know much about like the flavor profiles that this yeast might impart on the beer, or like is it, um, is that something you kind of stay out of? You just like the science part of it. I mean, we might see some like lemon rind, like uh, some peppery flavors out of it, but. Yeah. Is it is that a, how do you guys kind of taste through that? Do you guys have to use like experimental batches at Omega and have like the crew taste it together and kind of talk about it? Um, yes, actually. So we actually have a pilot system, and uh, some of our guys, especially Nick and Adi, have been putting together different batches. So we'll try, say, the same base beer, mm-hmm. and then we'll use say three different yeasts, or we'll you know ferment them out at different temperatures, and we'll do triangle tests just to see how much of the staff can taste the difference and. What's that triangle test? Um, so it's where you have two beers that are exactly the same and okay. one of them that's different, whether it be fermented at a different temperature, a uh, different pitch rate, um, a different yeast entirely. Um, but the goal of it is to have the staff sit down, try these three beers, and be able to distinguish which one is different out of those three. And from there we can kind of decide if you know these different uh, variables make a difference. It's, it's got to be weird. Like, how do you market yeast? Do you have to like put yourself in the in the mindset of the brewer, like uh, oh the yeah, consumer, absolutely, like, yeah, like what it's going to excite that demographic of brewer that's going to be, you know, appealing to them and want to try to use this yeast. Um, I mean, I mean, Yovaru in general, or any type of yeast. Any type of yeast. Any type of yeast. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is is we're constantly. Uh, unveiling different types of yeast like right now we have our new gulo ale strain which is a hybrid between the irish ale yeast and the uh the french saison so i mean so we do a lot of different breeding to release these hybrids and it's not just a blend of the two strains it's actually an entirely new yeast Um, we've taken out the phenolic profile of the saison but we now have this yeast that's it's able to eat through anything. It's named Gulo after the uh, the Wolverine, which is the glutton. <laughs> so That's clever naming. Yeah, but uh, it's just constantly um, releasing different strains that people might want to try and use to build different profiles of beer, um, newer things that people haven't been doing quite yet. Um, we've definitely got the different Kviks, which can ferment out at uh, higher temperatures. So I Hot. mean, yeah, exactly. So if you didn't have, say, your uh, your glycol system hooked up yet, 
You can still <laughs> brew a beer. You can still <laughs> brew a beer and not really worry about keeping tabs on having a consistent temperature. Okay. Um, I'm fast. Yeah. I'm fast. I'm but, fast. Yeah. but the other so thing, too, crazy. is it, it's great having a central location so people can stop in, visit our facility, pick up yeast if they need it on the fly. And we, uh, we propagate everything fresh, too. So um, turnaround time is typically about seven to ten days. But everything's super fresh and... Uh, you know, it, it works much better than something that's been sitting around in a cooler for, you know, who knows how long, months. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> fresh yeast is the best yeast, man. Fresh yeast, best yeast? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have shirts? You guys have shirts? So, now, just from any point of view, it doesn't mean, like, your specific kind of role in the industry. But, like, yeah. do you guys have people that were kind of, that you're looking to? Um, or have you had someone kind of look to you uh, for advice, like, because you've been in the world, like, you and Manny, you've been around for a while, like, do you have women in the industry that kind of are like, how do I fit here? Like, how do I do this? Um, I can't uh, think of anyone in particular, but it always seems to come up in conversation of, um, and it's, like, finding the right fit, or there's a lot of wives that are either super involved in the in the brewery but they don't brew mm-hmm. um or ways to you know get involved in the industry but it's all just about these events of getting to know people and getting out to um different breweries and meeting people and stuff but i i was saying earlier how great the chicago market is and in our industry here is very collaborative and community is a huge a part of uh, how a lot of us are successful a lot of other brewery markets across the nation aren't aren't that way and so uh, Chicago is a special place that you know we get a lot of help from each other we're a very supportive collaborative industry here in the city and surrounding states even um, so I think it it's uh, I don't know it's a great place to be Does anybody have a the, the notes on the hops in front of you, like what that Yakima put together a specific blend, right? I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I mean, does anybody have an idea? Oh yeah, there we go. We got three parts Sabro, two parts Laurel, one part Glacier, Mosaic and Simcoe as well. So like when you guys see that, does that mean anything to you? When you see that hop blend, do you have any ex- expectations of, uh, when you put like the yeast and the grain to get, you know, in your brain, what you're going to kind of see on the other end? You guys have like thoughts already. Uh, what what is this gonna What is this gonna come out like? You're gonna get like a Belgian-y, estery type. It's farmhouse IPA. It's gonna be on the sour side. <laughs> I just stalled. I just stalled. Sabro and La- La- Laurel <laughs> yeah. are new for me. Uh, we yeah. use you know Mosaic and Simcoe a ton. Uh huh. Um, I know a lot of See, us are talking about doing fruited variants, um, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent that these hops are gonna have that fruit. So it'll be a good. Is that something you'll more. taste first and then be like, okay, this would be nice with. Just because I'm not like as that. familiar, but. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So now op- open it up for you guys. Like, what do you guys have a kind of a a base kind of group of beers you're looking at to open up with? That's Gallywag. Like, we want to make sure we have um, this type of beer on or. It's mostly going to be more of the traditional classic beers, um, so we'll obviously have Can an bring that mic a little closer? Um, <laughs> it'll be more of the classic beers, um, IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we have a brown ale that's fermenting right now, and then I believe it'll be we should have an, um, we should have an ESB coming. Oh, look at that! An um, ESB. Yes. You don't see a ton of those. Yeah. Um, some of the other ones that he's brewed is uh, like a Rausch beer, but I'm uh-huh. not sure if that one will be done for opening. Oh, for opening. But that's some, you know, Something that's in one the, of the, the ones that I loved uh-huh. actually. That um, that will be out there sometime. Um, right. Yeah, and then um, I personally have been working on a couple of my own. I'm not a brewer, so these are with a lot of guidance um, from Dan. Um, are you trying to build like flavor profiles, basically, like um, on paper, like based on what you like? Yeah, it's just to more to kind of broaden. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that is not necessarily a very IPA person that likes the super hoppy beers. So I'm trying to kind of wedge in a couple other beers just to have, you know, we want to have some variety for everybody. So I'm kind of, you know, working on a few things. Um, I have a wit beer that we, I I made it already once um, and it turned out pretty good. Um, And then the other one that I'm working on, I'm kind of working on a recipe and then we'll do a pilot of it. which will be soon, I hope. <laughs> so you might see some beers that you kind of inspired on the menu here yeah. when, before too long. Yeah. That how one's ma- how many taps will you guys have? Um, I th- it's eight total. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight total. Cool. It's a good number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we might not have all, s- all eight. It might be six right. at, you know, at the beginning and then... It's have, hard to yeah. keep up with beer in the beginning, from what I've been told. Yeah. It's, it's not an easy task to, to keep the taps full on, on the initial start. But, you know, yeah. you give time, brewers time to start, give them time to grow, keep trying them, keep coming back, and then, boom. And eventually we'll they blossom into something like Workforce. And, right. you know, and we'll <laughs> just keep on making beer and having different things on. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sitting down. I'll let you get back to the kind of the social life here. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add before we uh, let you back out into the wild? Well, I appreciate all you guys sitting down. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for us. doing this. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks, guys. We'll go hunt Emily down and see if she wants to kind of give a little closing statement. Right. Uh-huh. Cheers. Thanks. All right. It's, it's time to close it out. We've oh. we've gone through this full day. We started at, what, 8, 8.30, somewhere yeah. around that ballpark, and then the actual mashing was at 9.30. It's time to put a ribbon on this thing, so I've got I've gathered my I've gathered my all stars from today here. <laughs> Ooh, we <laughs> made the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think he means Woo. you, Emily. Yeah. Oh no, well, I don't know about that. She's the, the MVP. In the she is not all star. She's MVP. <laughs> she's MVP. Guys. Uh, so yeah, we I'm I'm back with Emily and Amanda and is it Karen, Karen Kathleen Kathleen from the Pink Boots? Sorry, sorry. It feels like a, a decade ago since we talked. Now you only met 20 <laughs> people today, so it's right? been yeah. I'm sure you know everybody's name right now, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there's so many people here, and there's like the tap rooms full. It's like oh yeah. It was kind of chill earlier. Now it's like woo. It's rocking now. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So we, they're graining out. Yeah, right we're now. graining out. We're about halfway through the boil. Um, so it's a it's a ninety minute boil since we have some pilsner malt in there. We just want to get a really nice and it's a really good boil we got going too. 
we don't usually hit 212 degrees, so we're feeling really good about 212 today. I um, think that's hilarious because you know how many people are going to be listening. Like, I don't know what that means. They're like, fucking, what, what is she fucking talking about? What? Um, oh, that's a really nice boil going on. Guys, it's a, it's a personal. Then, right, it's a PR. Be those it's a PR too. for me. It's a personal <laughs> record. We've only hit 212. Like, this is I think that's because I'm here. I really feel like it's all the women. Tell me about the 212. It's all the ladies. Let's make the shirts. The boil is scared of 212 for the win. But no, so we're we're about halfway through the boil. Um, the ladies are all graining out right now, which is fantastic for me. Uh, since that's that kind of a pain in the ass job of everything. So it's always cool because everyone's real excited to do that. <laughs> like go yeah. for it. Photo op. <laughs> yeah, good photo that would be all that stuff. Uh-huh. But we've had we've had women, you know, uh, manning the steam valves today, uh, measuring out hops. Uh, everybody, you know, helped schlep grain up to the to the mash tun. So I mean. Really, you know, we had everyone chewing malt earlier, tasting some wort. You know, people had never tasted wort before. That's always fun. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's been really good, like, in terms of education, which is what we were hoping to do, and in terms of everybody feeling involved in, in you know, a part of the process. Like, that's that was the goal, right? You have a freaking TV pointing out to the tap room yeah. showing the brew deck right now. Yeah. That's, it's pretty pretty smooth move on your part. It's Put a, a GoPro, GoPro up there to stream that out to the group. That's pretty cool. There's actually people seated in front of it purposely just to watch <laughs> what's happening on the brew deck. It's mesmerizing. That is cool. It is, yeah. right? Except for when it's just the lid. When it's just the well, lid, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Open okay, the lid. You were looking at it at the wrong time. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so this is, I mean, it's pretty easy to say this was an overwhelming success at this point. We haven't tasted the beer yet, but, you know, for the most part, we're pretty sure it's going to be a That's a lock. We know <laughs> that'll be good. <laughs> It, it is yeah. it is fun watching them grain out like the excitement like you were talking about. You I know. know, like the thing that you would be probably like, the God damn it, I have to grain out is like, I can't wait to grain out. Oh, Everybody yeah. wants to it grab was cool. the rake for a little while. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> you had people asking me, when are we gonna grain out? And I'm like, okay, all right, I guess we can do it now. We yeah. usually wait till like the very end to do it because we're doing all these other things. But uh, but yeah. I got I got a whole team helping. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. Yeah, that's you guys can come back next week. Like, <laughs> if you want to come back on Monday, that's cool. It's the power of pink boots, right? It is. Yeah. So, so tell me more about pink boots and like the they're they're quickly. I mean, we talked about earlier about uh, what you're doing, sure. but Lego. How did it start? Like, where, where, where is it start originated in a specific state and kind of spread out? Oh, is it you're really going to test me now, Joe. Oh, well, okay. I cannot tell this never you happened. where yeah. the national pink boots was started. I know it was started by one lady, Terry Ferendorf. Thank you, um, and it just grew from there. And like I said, it's, you know, pretty well known as a national organization and even international organization. And so now it's time to take it to the next level. And that the way to do that is to get it broken down in more local chapter levels so we can offer more to the members because then what do we get? More members. (laughs) Um, So this was huge today for Chicago because our Chicago chapter has been down for about three years. And the national people reached out to a bunch of us and just said, hey, can I... You guys are ridiculous. You're Chicago. Yeah, you don't have a chapter. Is there a reason why? Like, it just you know, wasn't just, enough participation. Just volunteers. Another, it's, it is money, a lot of like, work as a volunteer. It's all yeah, volunteer, yeah, right? For sure. Um, so it's a lot of work. We're all busy, right? We have our, our, our work lives. We have our family lives. and um, But we were able to find some ladies that were willing to put in a little bit of work. And 
Um, we have a lot of better resources from national now. So we actually have an SOP. We actually have a how to do finances. And, you know, so national has put a lot of resources in place for us to be a successful chapter. So for Emily to do this, and I mean, she just kind of grabbed the bull by the horns and put it all together. And we she, just sat back and went, oh, wow. Okay. She seems the type. Well, she seems the type. And she's done always an amazing job. By horns. I mean, there's that. It's so weird that you do that well, all the time. That's what they call her, old grab the bull by the horns, <laughs> Emily. Bullhorn grabber. <laughs> um, you know, I think one of the reasons why I really made it uh, a priority to do this was because I was involved in the initial launch of the Chicago chapter of Pink Boots. And for me, when I, I was very new to the industry and when I would talk to people out here and be like, oh, are you guys in pink boots? And everyone was like, no, all that, all that stuff's in the city. You know, it's too far away. And, um, and then when things sort of, you know, uh, fell apart isn't the right word, but just sort of like died down, like simmered down, you know, um, but once everything sort of calmed down and there wasn't really, you know, uh, much going on in terms of the Chicago pink boots, when this brew day was coming up, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just get people together out in the suburbs and do this. And in the name of Pink Boots, and then, you know, the Chicago chapter was being relaunched. So I was like, cool, this is a good way to hopefully integrate the, the suburbs and the city and unite them within this, you know, single chapter. So Kathleen was telling me earlier that the hope for subsequent, like, Pink Boots meetings, that they're going to alternate between the city and the suburbs, which I think is really important because it's it's hard, you know, like you said, we're super busy. It's really hard for, you know, um, I mean, a man is in Plainfield. Getting from Plainfield out to the city, you know, and a lot of these meetings are at like 6, six o'clock. Yeah. So we're driving during rush hour. Um, and then we get the snow. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just, it's, it's it'll be nice to sort of, so this was sort of like kickstarting that, you know, like involving the suburbs again in pink boots. So I don't know. Had, had you ever had any like, like... I mean, Pink boots experience stuff. Or no. no, so there was a few meetings, you know, that were downtown that I had like on the calendar. I wanted to try to get to, and just you know, things come up, and we're stuck in the suburbs, and it's just couldn't get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's always been something that I wanted to be involved in, yeah, and I just couldn't get there. Be to, careful you know, what you wish it, for, but, Amanda. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad to see that there's going to be a resurgence. And uh, I think now, too, like the last couple of years, so many more breweries have opened. So many more women are involved in the industry and outwardly involved. Um, yeah. And so I, it was cool. There was a lot of people here today that I had met for the first time. And um, awesome. I think we're a lot more active in the industry. And I think that's only going to be good for all of us to get together and absolutely and our our current board it's nice because there's three of us that make up the official chapter leadership and we're always looking to add to that it's just kind of the committee that puts things together and um so allison and jana both live in the city i live in the burbs so i feel like i have a good pulse on that for you guys Mm -hmm. to say okay what can we do in the burbs yeah says so I'm in the same boat as you when if I've got to drive to a six o'clock meeting I had to leave it you know three o'clock yeah totally so we're definitely that's definitely you'll see more activity out here well I think I think another cool thing I'm sorry I just want to say one more why cool would you apologize thing. I want to have another this cool thing you. to say this is about you and let's awesome. make it about you all right well let's then I have go. some other things I'd like let's to go. say let's talk <laughs> about I, uh, it Emily no, I think I think one of the coolest things about today was just as we were building up to this day how many more and more uh women would be contacting me and contacting other women who are going to be here today just saying can I be a part of this I want to be a part of this 
And I think that, you know, women really are becoming a really important segment of craft beer, both on the consumer side, but also on the production side. And I think that today we really demonstrated how strong uh, the, the women demographic is on the production side, you know, and it's, it's really cool. It's so cool to have yeah. all these people here today that, you know, it's such a male dominated industry in people's minds. And really it's, here's all, here's all the women who are doing all the, you know, plenty to support, you it's, know, to support it. It's pretty amazing too, to have, to kind of give that, the way your guys' tap room specifically sets up, it allows people to see it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, this could be happening somewhere else and it could be happening very deep behind a wall or behind a, True. you know, some, you guys have this kick half wall that, Everybody that's filled it, that those tap room seats are full right now. Everybody, yeah. every there's food there. <laughs> you know, shout out to those guys making awesome food right now. Oh, but, yeah. but like, people are watching this happen, and hopefully they're asking questions because they may not have known this was happening today, and they're like, why? What, what's what's going on? There's a bunch of girls back there brewing beer. Like, and hopefully people are like, oh, it's Pink Boot Society. It's just, it's spreading yeah. that word amongst the community yeah. here in the Burbs and. It's got to be beneficial one way or another. And then, like you said, they, yeah. it's not just happening. It's physically being watched happening. Yes. And hopefully and we've plastered enough yes. on social media today to let people <laughs> yeah. know I was just gonna it's say, going down. We, we should have come up with a hashtag, man. I know. We right. fucked up. There's, there's, a, there's a Pink Boots 2019 I saw on there. Right. I used that a couple that's times right, today. That's yeah. right. But we, w- we would also be remiss if we didn't thank you because Mm-mm. you're getting Mm-mm. the word out. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I love this. I, you know, I adore Maggie at Iron and Glass. Those, those people have been great to me oh, since yeah. I started going in there. Emily's been on the show before. So when Maggie reached out and said, hey, we're doing this thing, we had tried to do something in January last year, I think, uh, and it's the meeting got canceled. It was supposed to be like a women in beer type thing, and, and we were really excited about it. We are going to do a podcast about it, and then she brought me this, and I t- messaged Emily real quick and was like, hey, Ma- Maggie brought this up. Would you be interested? And, and I got a fucking full paragraph back from <laughs> parag- like multiple paragraphs back from Emily. Like, I can't believe Maggie reached out to you. That's so awesome. Like, such good thinking. And then, boom, like so happy to be a part of what's going on here right well, now. Well, we, we thank you for being here. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a big deal when we can get the word out. And I know, I know like this is, this is on the side of, like you said, like your shirt, assist, inspire, educate. Like this is about getting, you know, more opportunity, more, more uh, education, just more awareness for, you know, like, like, like you can do this guys. Like yeah. it's, it's an intimidating thing maybe from the outside or when you're first looking at it, like how the fuck do I get started? Where do I go? Who do I talk to? But this is supposed to help with that, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of what the goal is. That's that's our goal. Absolutely. But I mean, in in the world today, like on on just like in the social side of things, like do you guys have thoughts or like ideas of like how do we further this kind of like it, I don't want to call it acceptance, like this kind of just n- normalcy of of awareness. Hey, there's women brew my yeah. beer. There's a woman brew my beer. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It's not a thing. It's not a thing, whether it's a man or a woman. It's just it's it's the, about the beer. Like, how do you yeah. hit that point? Because that's the goal, right? Like, that's the other goal, right? Sure. It's just kind of like it shouldn't make a difference type thing. I think it's just about showing up. I mean, I think it's about being here, and you know, one. Of, I mean, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to do it here because we do have basically an audience at this point. Yeah, but it's incredible. I want people to see, you know, that. But um, but it's more than just like being on display for people. It's it's about demonstrating the the value that that women add to the industry in a very real way. And I think that it's just through pure exposure. It's just us showing up and them being there. So, I mean, as long as we continue to talk about it and promote it and support each other and have events like this where we make that be the focus, I think that's how that's how you do that. I agree. And, um, you know, I'll say again, I think it's a mutual respect thing, too. Um, 
it has to be everybody working collaboratively together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, women have been part of the brewing industry for a long time. Literally and from the beginning, yeah. right? Like <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's it sucks that, like, yeah, we're trying to make it awareness and we're a part of this, too. You know, should we be fighting this hard? No. Like, we've right. been a part of this for a long time. Yeah. Right. Do we, yeah, um, right. So it's it's exciting for us to finally be like, hey, cool, you see us. Yeah. Yay, we're here. <laughs> Look, see? Uh, we just can waving. brew beer, too. <laughs> there are a lot of things, you know, we don't just brew beer. There's a lot of, you know, different parts that come into owning a brewery, to the industry, to sales, to marketing, to making these places run. And it doesn't matter who's doing what job. Um, so for me, it's not like a, you know, yay, women and beer. Like, I, yeah, well, of course, yes. But, like, <laughs> we've been here for a long time yeah. and we do a good job and that's why we're here. So um, I don't know. It's cool to get everyone together and uh, make it aware that, you know, we are a huge part of this industry mm-hmm. and we're not going anywhere. Um, and to give inspiration for new people that want to open new, you know, women that want to open new breweries or, or join the industry that there are a lot of us here already. Yeah. So don't be, don't that's be a, scared. That's a really good point. Yeah. The part of this is also inspiring the next, you know, generation is that exactly the right word, but the next series of brewers yeah. that are coming up because plenty yeah. of women, I mean, it could be intimidating, but you can do it. Yeah. We're There's doing a lot it. of us here. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Inspire. Inspire is part of the, the Pink Boots thing, you know, yeah. right? It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's kind of just, uh, sometimes you need a helping helping hand of some sort, you know? Somebody's got to be, like, a, an advocate and support this yeah. and kind of encourage it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easy, you know, for, for a group of dudes to be like, yeah, we're brewing beer. It's like, our, you know, it's such a, like, stereotypical, like, we're just a bunch of dudes getting together and brewing beer. But it's like, when you can show somebody, like, hey, it's... You can do it too. (laughs) Well, a a good example is Emily's like, "Hey, Kathleen, come over here. Stand here by this lever." And if Joe looks, Joe, right? John. 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 If John (laughs) looks at you, just flip that lever. And she didn't tell me why. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna stand here and flip a lever." What if he just accidentally looked at you? And then she (laughs) said, "The whole brew day was ruined." Right. Exactly. (laughs) Those are poor. But when she came back, she goes, "I didn't want to scare you, but that lever is like what's gonna keep him from." Getting that <laughs> boiling over on him. Oh my god! Yeah. So for somebody who's so new to beer and you know really is not in the production side, that of sounds things, like a mean trick. That, no, it yeah. was so cool. I was so excited about it. I came back. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to brewery school now. Felt pretty good about it. Yeah. I'm going to Siebel next week. Yeah. I start next week. Exactly. Let's go. Let's so go. it's that's exactly. But that is that's inspiring, right? Mm-hmm. It's like me getting just this much of walking in her shoes of what she does every single day. Mm-hmm. All you need is a little tiny taste, and then boom, there you are. You're yeah. taken over by it. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to be calling her next week. Emily, do you want to take a vacation? Because I'm going to fill in for you. Yeah. <laughs> you go yes. Take yes, some, I will take a vacation. Take some time. I got migratory uh, all <laughs> done. Can I sign up for that? When do you want to yeah. go on yeah. vacation, Amanda? I'll pencil yeah, you, you need in. to cover over at Workforce, <laughs> right. too. So. Yeah. How, great would, how great would that be, a, a Pink Boots uh, vacation? Uh, you guys, you guys would have to like, yeah, you program. Guys need, like, a, a hashtag and some Instagrams. I think people would follow that. Girls weekend, brewery style. That would be awesome. See you guys all over the country smashing at breweries. Oh, we could. <laughs> it would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I mean, for you, uh, Kathleen, I think for you, like you're taking time and, and experience and, and, and contacts and relationships out of today, right? I oh, mean, absolutely, hundred percent. Like, like I'm, you, I'm acting on this. Yeah, today, like. I, I totally, hundred percent. And it's not, you know, it's 
it's not just professionally, it's personally too, right? Um, one of our brand new members, I didn't even know she was a member. I haven't even gotten the notice yet that we have a new member. Her name's Carolyn. And she shared her story with me when she was here. And you know, I was just so inspired by that. I'm like, you have to come and tell this story at yeah. a meeting because, yeah. you know, so it's about the relationships too. And, you know, now I know Emily so much better that I feel like if I, you know, there was something I needed to know in the production side of things, I could call her up and be like, hey, can you teach me about yeah. this? Like, is this weird? Like, uh, yeah. should I be concerned about <laughs> this? But I mean, that's, that's kind of what these things are, right? You just kind of start to build off of it. So... Um, what what's kind of something uh, that people can get? How can people get involved with Pink Boots? How, what, what's what's the person that's going to potentially listen to this and be like, I want to be involved? Like, Super easy. Um, www.pinkbootssociety.org. That's going to take you to the national web page. It's going to tell you a little bit more about membership, and um, then you're going to click Find My Chapter, and you're going to be put in your where you're at, and it's going to take you to the closest chapter to you. And um, if you're in the Chicagoland area, that's us. Um, we welcome non-members at meetings to learn more about the organization. And every meeting has a networking and an education component. Of course. So. Hmm. Yeah, people are going to be interested, right? I mean, they're going to hear this and Let's be like, hope, All right, right? Well, uh, yeah. So, so how do you how do you use this going forward? Like, I I don't. I, I've, I've rotated so many people in and out of this this, this table today. <laughs> I can't remember who I spoke about this with or not. But if I if I'm re- redundant here, just just cut me off. But uh, so how do you kind of take this in 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 you know in March? As a beer guy, I, I I tend to hear about pink boots. The rest of the year, I don't hear all that much about pink boots. Like, so what do we do to kind of like, you know, do we move? Let's do one of these in the middle of the year over at Workforce. Yeah. You know, like let's get this, some of these girls yeah. back together again and do Absolutely. one there. Like, you know. It kind of reminded me of the guys doing the Surrounded by Idiots with Brando and Brandon and all them. Like, they're kind of doing these series now. And it's like people are starting to gather that name. Yeah. Like, why not a Pink Boots kind of uh, thing where you're doing it over and over again throughout the year? Yeah, Keep absolutely. it fresh in people's minds. Yeah, one of the things that um, the chapters are real strong on the East Coast. And one of the things they do is called Beer Femme. It's just this big, you know, like several day long beer fest that they do but it's hosted by a bunch of the local east coast chapters got together and and created this so we can take it wherever we want to take it that's the benefit of having a local chapter is that you know we have members that say hey we want this okay we can do that um you know whether that be educational components assisting components or inspiring components it's what the members want and we just will get together and make it happen yeah, I think something cool, um, just spiraling from this, you know, and with the Chicago chapter getting some momentum behind it from today, uh, is more meetups like these at, at each other's breweries yeah. and social nights or educational nights of, yeah. um, and getting homebrewers involved as well because yeah. there, it's, you know, there's a huge number of women that are brewing beer at home and that we have as customers at Chicago Brewers. Um, that would be cool to involve not only pro brewers but also bridge that gap of home brewers and any you know beer enthusiast share the love i think it's a great idea all right. When when are we going to start seeing this beer in tap rooms all over? I think oh, we d- we may have bl- we I'm may have to put a date on. Yeah. It. No. No. Like the ballpark. Like early April. Ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Early, early April. Early April. And we're going to see some people. I know Amanda spoke about her her ideas with what they'll kind of tweak. Oh, I. 
<laughs> Emily doesn't know. know. Oh, what's it? Come uh, on, tell know. me. You get nothing. The whole world knows except for Emily right You'll now. You'll know when I post. Now I have to listen to the fucking podcast <laughs> yeah, to well, find it That's out. unfortunate for you. <laughs> no, I feel bad for you because you're going to have to get like two hours in to find out. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> There's a skip button. It I'll do it while fine. I'm graining out without everybody yeah, here. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just sadly. Just yeah. sadly with you and your rake. <laughs> It's all happy and like people are smiling. Everybody's taking pictures with the rake and Emily's real day to day is just this, uh, so much sadness. No, come on, it's not bad. So don't answer Emily's call later today, no. right? <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, what are you doing? Anytime from back. now until forever, just don't answer Emily. No. All right, that's fine. Remember how excited you were about that rake? It's fine, guys. I mean, <laughs> y- you couldn't be more happy with what you got here today, no, right? It, I mean, no, it's, this was amazing. I, it's funny because I was. I was so, I was so weirdly nervous, but like in that excited nervous way. It wasn't like nervous that anything was going to go wrong. It wasn't nervous that like people weren't going to get along. Like it was just nervous about doing this for the first time and making it feel both valuable to the people who were involved in it. And then also like that they felt that they had value to the process. So it's been like a real balance and, and I, I, I couldn't be happier. I feel like a lot of people met each other for the first time today, which is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're very insulated. You know, we're very in our own worlds a lot of times just because we're so busy it's with hard. the stuff. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of like a nice break. And then at the end of it, we have beer. How, you know, yeah. How much better could it get? Uh, let's not say the end of it. Like, you know, right. throughout the whole thing, we had beer. But, but yeah, you're right. We had, there has yeah. been plenty of beer. specific beer down the road here once it's all done. Take a picture of all these crushed cans. Yeah. And, 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 and your your staff here at Skeleton Key and then your brother John, like, everybody was here in a support role today. Everybody, oh, yeah. everybody seemed to understand that they were here to kind of just whatever's needed. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Absolutely. And you guys were the, the show. Everyone everyone here was kind of what was going on. Yeah. And that that was the goal. You know, I mean and it's I mean as a as a sort of education focused brewery anyway, like my my brother and my husband, you know, and, and me, I mean that's just sort of everything we do is guided towards that. So this is a very natural thing for them. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal for John and I to basically flip-flop roles because on the day-to-day, it's... I mean, it goes... Actually, it goes both ways. But generally, I'm in a support role to him. And so today, I was like, I'm going to lead this, you know, and, and it and was you cool. crushed it. And it was great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The confidence I was is impressed. unbelievable. Thank you Just very much. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it was... Uh, yeah, they're really good at that. Like, they... I don't know. They they value the role that we have in this, and they really want uh, everybody to feel involved. It's mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah, we had dude like, running around shooting video. You're going to see video from this day. I know, I'm so nervous we about got, that. We got, <laughs> we got audio from the day. I hope you got my foggy glasses. Hey, why, my didn't <laughs> why didn't we have to That was hot. That was super hot. Putting in work. Literally. Darn, why didn't we require sign-off on editing of the footage? <laughs> oh, no, you signed. Yeah, you already signed all that away. That That's happened. the thing. I don't usually look Damn fancy it. when I'm brewing, so I'm like, <laughs> all right. Did you, did you try to look extra fancy today? Do I look no. fancy, Joe? <laughs> you're, always, you're always elegant and fancy to me, Emily. You know that you know that oh. that Paul lucky it's getting man. deep in here <laughs> somebody give Joe their boots yeah. I need, I Paul need looks fancier today boots. than I do we are so sad we can't get the pink boots 
We are so sad we can't get the pink boots anymore. No? Oh. Seems like They've a damn been, shame. No. The person oh. that was manufacturing them is not doing them if anymore. If anyone's listening to this and makes boots. Shit, what's the secondary might, market on yeah. well, boots then? Right? Like. Doc Martin <laughs> hey, still sell, sells their pink ISO. ones, but we can't ISO. get the real those. In search of pink boots. That's, That's right. going to be ISO. For trade. Trade value. <laughs> we have over there. Three Hennas, one, two Coconut uh, Cities. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're going to buy regular ones and paint them. Oh. <laughs> Yep, you'd be trading Bourbon County and Henna's for uh, for pink boots right here soon enough. <laughs> um, it, yeah, so it, it's it's kind of a, a surreal moment, right, to have all this going on amongst your brewery. Like, it is. Did, did you ever think you would have something like this? Like, you would be kind of like spearheading no, this. No, no, not not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I, there's no doubt that I enjoy organizing things and and well, oh, we've planning events. That. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Probably look like such a fucking spaz. You are but spaz like, um, in a good way. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy this, but I never. I mean, I think that's why I was so nervous all week because this is like I have so many people here who I respect in in such a huge way, and to be here and be you know sort of organizing the day. It, I never imagined that. I never imagined having so many people in one room who I respect who are just like, we're all working together. Like, it's it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, the relationships are, are a lot stronger today. Yeah, they're, they're moving out of here with some, some special things. Hopefully people are exchanging numbers and, and oh, emails yeah. and, and, you know, there's going to be some sort of collaborative stuff happening going forward I'll as well. Bet, yeah. I'll bet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of us going to each other's breweries to f- try the uh, variants. Yeah, the variants, yeah. exactly. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you guys need to blow that out the day it releases, whatever wherever you're at or multiple places. Oh, we so, will. Yeah. We will. Oh, we're trying to we're hoping to coordinate it so that the very so that when we tap it in our own tap rooms that maybe we can do it on a single, you know, like over a weekend, you know, like yeah. pick a weekend that we're going to do it. Um, but then again, that tap takeover at Iron and Glass will be huge too. Oh, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Yeah, head to Romeoville. You'll be looking. They'll be looking for that. Yeah, and they a do cool have thing. a, you know, like Emily said, there's no guarantee, but they're hoping to do that on April 5th at Iron and Glass. Oh no, yeah. I wasn't well, given a date. Oh, she's like, yeah. shh, take the date there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just hoping. Kidding. That's hoping. the Maybe that is the hope. April. That is the hope. <laughs> Potentially April. Well, we go to we all like you know a bunch of us are going to the Craft City Brewers City, Conference yeah. the week after that. So it's like either that week or the week after we get back but hopefully okay. it should be everything should be ready by april 5th but i'm praying because some of us leave cbc and have to go on vacation for a week to recover have, have, have to, to go on like vacation it. Like it. i'm not covering you for that week's ladies <laughs> have to go it's fine, on. It's fine. Do we, is, is this uh, gonna be like a I don't want to. The word generic sounds gross, but like a generically named beer, like you know, it's Pink funny. Boot Society beer, or is it? No, like, dude. Know? That it's funny that you say that because it, when we first sat down to talk about this, I was like, shit. The one thing I meant to talk about today that was like super important was, hey guys, we need to come up with a name for this beer. So we'll probably just create a chat thread where people throw out ideas and then we create a poll and we vote amongst it ourselves. You know, it'd be more fun if you just stop for everything you're doing and just yell, hey everybody, oh God. let's name this beer. What do we want to call this? Uh, I'm going to give everyone a microphone. And I oh yeah? The, I want to hear all the names. Then we're going to call it with. Word Salad. We're going to let you moderate that. How yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can moderate it. How about we call oh. it, this beer is not an average joke. Hey, 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 hey. I feel like, no, no, I don't want my name on that at all. Like I don't want anybody thinking it's going to be bad. If you see my name on it, they're going to be like, oh, this is not going to be good. It's going to be super Pasha. average. Um, yeah, that's, it's, I'm looking forward to trying it. I mean, again, let's cover real quick on the way out. Like, what, 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 it's going to be a style of a farmhouse IPA. But we we're not about the calling it a farmhouse. Okay. Um, 
there's and there's uh, dirty, dirty little secrets. It's <laughs> one of those things where so Merica jo- Josephson down at Scratch Brewing, she issued a um, a treatise you mean on the uh, people that just pick shit out of the backyard and make beer yeah, out of it. Yeah, and make yeah. awesome beer. Those people are amazing. But she, uh, but that's the thing is that like people like them who really make it a priority to source everything as local as possible. They're they are living the farmhouse. Uh, you know aesthetic i guess you call it you know but the um just the basic the spirit that goes behind that kind of beer and after reading her treaties i was like you know it makes sense um and we really need to find a different thing to call what we are all using we're using farmhouse as a catch-all term yeah and really we could get a little more specific with it um i propose calling it a rustic lithuanian ipa i think that it's actually going to be more of a pale ale um you know to sort of uh help the adjuncts you know, integrate better with the beer. So rather than having really high IBUs, that'll be better. But I think we'll just call it like a Lithuanian pale ale. Um, it's still going to have some of those, what people consider to be farmhouse characteristics, but it just, I feel like it's important to stay away from that word right now, because if we're not walking the walk, we shouldn't be talking the talk. Ooh, I like it. That's integrity right there. Do you know yeah. that? Do you know that that was integrity? I respect, <laughs> I respect our, you know, our, uh, you know, uh, co-brewer, you know, like, Marka down in, down in Ava. I mean, I think that what they're doing is really special, and it's, it's uh, you know, I think special, it's yeah. yeah, I think it's important to respect that. And I, I don't know, I felt very uh, moved by the things she had to say. Yeah. So when you got a, when you got a bunch of people, how many hundreds of miles up north in the same state, respecting what you're doing, like you're doing something. It's hard to get people to go outside their friggin' bubble half the time <laughs> right? to be in Ava, <laughs> Illinois, and have traction up here. Where but you want to talk about an influential are. woman brewer? America is like, I mean, it's yeah. amazing. So I, I, it, that was something that I proposed today. I proposed calling it a rustic Lithuanian pale ale. It's something that we're going to talk about a little bit more so that we're, we all arrive at a place that we're comfortable with and that we feel that our staff can talk about in real terms. You're so corporate. So, so corporate. No, <laughs> what? You're such a sellout. No. Man. <laughs> I'm going to make sure the marketing is right. That's no, not no. it. I'm, I'm totally making kidding. sure that, I'm st- you know, when you have your taproom people who can't explain why it's yes. called a Lithuanian pale ale, right. that's when it's a problem. People are so grossed out by the fact that this is a business sometimes. I know. It's so like the idealistic thing of like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's beer. It's so cool. They're it's the one awesome. asking the questions. Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to be prepared. Yeah, yeah, we're just giving them an answer. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're going to ask. They're for <laughs> we sure going to ask. <laughs> I've already been asked three times a day, why is it a Lithuanian pale ale? And we're like, the yeast. Is it brewed in Lithuania? Or like, what is happening here? Yeah, we're in Lithuania right now, guys. It's not hazy We're all on vacation, too. <laughs> Where's the haze, brah? Ah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not it, going there. It's, yeah, you're going to have a lot of explaining to do. That's right. You're gonna, I'm, I'm picturing that now. We're going to start calling her Lucy. That's, that's more education, though. The conversation though. is fun. Exactly. Yep. Anytime that happens, that's great. Yeah. Is there going to be like a name in front of that Lithuanian IP? There will. Like, there okay. will. We need to. We need to figure it out okay, and so vote on it. Okay. Yeah. So there's legitimately not an actual like not yet. focus. No, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I don't think you should name it and then make it. Like I think, make it. Maybe even taste it and then say, oh yeah, I feel comfortable. Yeah, calling it's it like, this. You, like you have your baby and you look down and you're like, oh yeah, that is a Joe Bobby. All <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> My poor mother. The fact that you would even bring that up. No, <laughs> 
Well, no, I, I seriously thank you guys uh, for letting me kind of fly on the wall slash podcast. Yeah, this dude, whole thanks thing, for hanging man. out with us today. Yeah, Definitely. I had a blast. This is a lot of fun. I got to bring my buddy Maddie. She just had the, the greatest time I can yeah, see her. Yeah, she's she already, was awesome. She's already sporting her pink hat. She's repping hard right now. It was she awesome. just loves this world. And I thought, man, what a great experience for her to just kind of be in it with a bunch of yeah. other. She's so busy sitting at tap rooms listening to dudes tell her what beer is and how it is and what they like and what they don't like. It's nice to see her just getting yeah. her time with uh, yeah no hell yeah yeah for sure you guys have been nothing short of a gracious host for everyone it's just been cool to see everybody kind of like nobody cared everybody just mingled yeah everybody just got in there together didn't matter uh we, we put together some eclectic four packs of people sitting in these chairs yes. talking like, yeah you know from all different walks uh, it's very impressive and that tap room's full and people are excited about it so yeah uh, let's i'm excited go. to hear all that went went on oh behind these microphones i know we right? do <laughs> We're it actually all going to listen. It should yeah. be interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, what better way to have like 90 different breweries and, and, <laughs> and women to, to just share this this podcast when right? it's all said and done. I mean, hopefully people will sit down and listen and kind of learn a little bit and see. Totally. Hopefully you'll be inundated with pink boots stuff. Like, how can Let's I help? Hope, right? What can I do? Can I donate? Can I come help? Can I volunteer? Can I, yeah. you know? And that, we'll, that's the we'll, goal. T- we'll take them all. I mean, whether you just want to come out and come to a meeting or two to meet some people or get some education or you want to get involved yeah, we'll, oh, really? we'll take them all we'll take we'll take all comers all right it's well until I unscrew the grades. pink boot society cheers skeleton key today cheers brewing oh, we all finished our all beer right, well no, yeah right. here i got a little bit <laughs> cheers guys <laughs> no, that was un- it yeah. was uh, so we have to be done anti-climatic that's what i was looking for that's why emily's here there's more beer right behind us there's a lot of it there is a lot of it all right. Well, we're out. You guys look forward look forward to it in April. Keep your eyes out and get out to all the different tap rooms that are going to have it on. I mean, if I can try to go off the top of my head, Workforce, Buckle Down, Skeleton Key, more um, Iron and Glass Tap Takeover. Uh, Omega Yeast is here. Obviously, they, don't, they, they might not be able to put it on tap anywhere or anything. But uh, Metal Monkey, uh, Metal Dry Monkey, City, Elmhurst, uh, Elmhurst Brewing Exit Company. Strategy, Exit, Exit Strategy. Strategy. Yeah, Catherine Dry was here City, earlier. Dry Church um, Street. Church Street, Church Lisa Street, was here. Lisa was here. Who else? I mean, there was some, some ridiculous... Oh Ridiculous lineup. Wolfton, Katie. Oh yeah, uh, Wolfton. Katie was um, here. Um, Scallywag. Well, Scallywag. They'll, they'll be uh, look for them soon. There's all kinds of stuff here. In our Illinois uh, Brew Guild. The Brewers Guild. Yeah. Yep. I got the oh, Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers Guild will be on the show on Tuesday. So very I, cool. I've got Kevin Carey and Danielle and Alex uh, Loving Good all on. Uh, at uh, we're going to Alter and doing a, doing an episode. Bunch so. of nerds. Yeah, I know. Bunch of freaking nerds, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially Alex. He's the, he's the worst. <laughs> No, but so, so, yeah, I think a lot of people are curious about what the hell the Brewer's Guild is and what they do. Good. <laughs> so, that's awesome yeah. to hear. Anyway, so, yeah, to all the people, just watch online and Instagram. You'll find, you know, Facebook. You'll find all the information you need on this beer and when it's coming out. So, again, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Skeleton thank key. you. Cool. Cheers. We're Cheers. out of here. Cheers.